What up, party people? It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 83, conspiracy episode 15 of the No Mercy podcast. Covered a lot of bases on this one. Went heavy into Antarctica. I know you guys have been waiting for that, so we're finally dropping the first part of the Antarctica series. And talked about everything from the underground Nazi bases, the lost city of Atlantis, uh, UFO sightings there, uh, the elites traveling there, why you can't travel it by plane, even touched on flat earth and its tie into Antarctica. At the beginning of the pod, we talked about the thousands, literally, of CEOs which have stepped down from some of the largest companies in America. And what this could mean, I obviously see sex trafficking in our future, Bob Iger being the top of the list. We talked about Dwayne Wade sacrificing his son. We talked about Snoop Dogg sacrificing his son. All of a sudden, he appears in drag after he got lambasted for outing Gail King. We talked about Joe Biden crushing it in South Carolina after being dead in the water, the conspiracy theory behind this, and how they could sabotage Bernie Sanders and start an absolute civil war amongst the purple-haired LGBT community uh, in America and how cities are going to burn and shit's going to get lit on fire come July when Bernie gets outed. So you want to hear that part? Uh, that's pretty much it for the pod, so you'll have to listen to the rest of it. This pod is sponsored by EliteSportsBetting.com and EliteFantasy.com. If you gamble... I am telling you this right now. If you gamble at all, you need to get over to EliteSportsBetting.com. It, we are, what we're doing over there is unlike any other site in America across every sport. Esports, golf, NASCAR, uh, football, baseball, basketball, hockey, you name it. Every single sport is absolutely smashing over there. And if you want to test it out for free, go to EliteSportsBetting.com or follow the handle on Twitter at LunchMoneyShow. Lunch Money Show. We have a free gambling show, 1 p.m. Eastern. Tuesday and Thursday, that should be your entryway. You could check that out for a couple days, see if you like it, and then sign up and join for a week, a month, a year. But uh, I think after watching Lunch Money a couple times, you'll realize that we are destroying the earth, and we can help you if you're gambling anywhere. And then if you play DraftKings or FanDuel, we just launched the early bird pricing for baseball, uh, for DraftKings, FanDuel, all the sites that you will be playing on. Cheapest price we've ever launched it at. We still have the all-access VIP monthly, where you can get every single sport for under 40 bucks a month. Uh, just phenomenal deals going on at EliteSportsBetting.com and EliteFantasy.com. That early bird's not going to be out for long in Elite Fantasy, so get over there quick. No promo code needed. Just go sign up. It's as cheap as you're ever going to see it. It's under $200 for the whole year, which is like seven months. So dirt cheap over there. Uh, another final announcement before we get to the pod. I will be appearing on Sam Tripoli's podcast over the next week or so. I think we're recording next week. Maybe it drops the week after that. Something I'm very excited about. Sam is not only someone who I've become friends with, but was really the guy that got me involved in starting a uh, conspiracy podcast. This was the dude who I listened to his podcast, podcast the Tinfoil Hat podcast, uh, religiously. And just to be doing a podcast with him is very exciting. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, follow my Twitter, at Tommy G, or his, at Sam Tripoli, T-R-I-P-O-L-I. And follow the Tinfoil Hat podcast. Download, subscribe, give it a listen if you haven't already. Uh, that's something I'm very excited about. going to be a very fun episode, and we will update you when it is dropping. But without further ado, hit it, Miyagi. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with episode something, conspiracy oh, episode number something something. I have no fucking idea oh, what number shit. we're on. Hold on, stall, oh, stall, stall the what? pod. What? 
This is episode 83, Conspiracy 15. Can we just get rid of Conspiracy and do episode 80? Wait, I'm not talking until I'm intro Carry on. All right, is it? What just happened? Is this kid fucking for real? All right. Go ahead. First go ahead. of all, I think he just tried to stop the pod and restart it. And we know this, this podcast it. is called No Mercy Roll for it. a reason because we have no editing in No Mercy outside of putting sound in the beginning of the back. So, no, we will not restart it. If we fuck up, we just run with it. So, thank you, Bod, for episode 83, conspiracy episode 15 of the No Mercy podcast. I am your host, Tommy G. You can find me on Twitter at Tommy G. I am joined today by the lovely Bob's Lessons. We're actually missing Ben today, so I should say that. Unfortunately, we're going to talk about Kurt's terrible production job uh, in a minute. But I'd Recently like to introduce promoted. Bob's Lesson, who was playing the guitar before we, before we started, Bob. And uh, you, have, you have a little idea for a, for a theme going forward on the No Mercy podcast. And we're finally doing an episode on Antarctica. Kurt, you were late. No, I was early. You were late. You were, I was on time. No, bro. I came in when he started Antarctica. Do it again. Right, 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 do it again. Right, Bob, right. you tell us who's okay, on. Okay. All right, go. And we're finally doing an episode on Antarctica. <laughs> Tom, you're coming in too late. I'm coming in for Arctica. Bro, I'm you're the, like, missing crescendo. the first syllable. I'm not get trying on... to get the first syllable. I'm Why trying not? to be the... Arctic. Oh, okay, all right, do it again. I'll I'll come in late. I'll come in late. Y'all ever see Step Brothers where the family's in the Shut up and play, Bob. And we're finally doing an episode on an Arctic. Yeah, that's good. I like you're the worst. You're the worst, though. You have a terrible voice, Kurt. That was bad. You're the worst. So, Bobby, how you doing today? I'm doing good. I think you should. I think every time we are doing an episode on. Oh. Antarctica. No, I'm saying. So what I want to do is, <laughs> I, I gotta have that prep the whole thing. <laughs> well, well, you gotta be ready. You gotta do the whole podcast with a guitar in your hand. Oh my god! Okay, bro, just oh, record it and hit a button. Yeah. So, so I'm just gonna like randomly do it. Like, if you were an elite in the world and you wanted to go visit fi- one place to find out what the hell was going on, where would you You'd go? Probably go to Antarctica. <laughs> I got a question. Girl, what if you were a Nazi and you wanted to escape World War II to a place that's safe where you can do scientific research? Where would you probably go? I would go? probably go into Antarctica. Antarctica. Uh, you guys suck. Bobby's good. Kurt's terrible. Kurt, you're, Bro, you're off vocal. Bro, my singing is fire. You're the worst. You have no spatial awareness. Fire. No- no fucking social awareness, no vocal awareness. You're just a totally unaware of fucking nothing, bro. <laughs> do I have a rap album? Oh, God. Yeah, you do. Thank you. Okay, can I say 14. something about your rap album real quick? It's hilarious. Not Wait, I wasn't intro yet. <laughs> okay, all, right, all right, let's, let's intro uh, The Bod. The Bod. Um, as you know, at the beginning, I like to talk about something in my life. And um, as the only one comfortable enough in their sexuality on this podcast... <laughs> And as the only one that can prove they've had sex with a female, <laughs> I'd like to come out how, and how say... How are you the only one that can prove you've had sex with a female, by the way? Um, I have two kids, which proves my D has been in V before, where you two Power Ranger kleptos just have stories, okay? So Bob talks about banging Chick-fil-A chicks, but how do we know this girl's name isn't Ronnie? And Ronnie does YouTube videos on beard oil. <laughs> We have no idea. So now, Wait, as I was them? saying, <laughs> as I was saying, 
Um, I did watch the documentary Cheer on Netflix. Oh my Here god! Go. I did. I did. Now let me say, I it's because everyone kept talking about it and they kept showing on my feed. It was actually very good. It's the cheerleading version of Last Chance You, except cheer might be more dangerous than Last Chance You. These girls get injured nonstop. Yeah, I think in one episode they had like three concussions. Now this is competitive cheer, not the uh, like the high school cheer. Conversation. The, the ones where they're flipping them and stuff, right? This is yes, the gayest yes. conversation ever. So definitely this? check out cheer. Okay, don't, go ahead. Don't. I watched an episode and a half. And it's fine, and I turned it oh, off. Oh, yeah, because so what, the guys watch. weren't hot enough okay. for you? Oh, my God. It's so annoying, that show. Like, if you want to <laughs> check out an good. actual good one, check out Don't Fuck With Cats. That's a good one. Oh, that yeah, was I, awesome. I heard that's good. That was awesome. That, that one's yeah, good. Was very and it's good. relevant to All a lot right. of the shit we do. I'm in yeah. the middle of The Outsider mm-hmm. right now on HBO, so I'm watching that. It's pretty good. Stephen King. Um, I'm enjoying it so far. I don't know where it's about to go. I, it's just starting to turn to get real sci-fi, I think. But uh, I am enjoying it. So The Outsider on HBO, I'll let you know how that is. Kurt, is that really what you prepared today? Like a documentary on... In Antarctica. Tom. Fuck. Y'all are a little flat. You're a little flat. I'm carrying this song. Like, try to be good. Go, Bob. Oh. Bob, give us, give me a first. You, you make up a first verse, and I'll do a second uh, verse. First too. verse it gets worse. To be gets no do, better do, than do, this. Make, do something like making fun of Kurt. This is how Kurt prepares for a show. Watches a thirty-minute YouTube video, and now he's preparing. Very done. No, no, I got to do the second part. Okay. So do it again. Yeah, I'll, you you lead right. it, and then I'll I'll try and finish it. Okay, a it'll be a joint joint he uh, freestyle. For a show. By watching a 30-minute YouTube Paul video. Of blow. <laughs> then he does a whole podcast pretending that he knows about... No, no X. It would be no. Kurt, you're not involved in any of this. You're terrible. You're terrible. You're talking through us. You're ruining everything. You're literally fucking useless on this. Straight Don't fucking fire. Stop talking when Bobby's playing and I'm... I am singing like a fucking angel. <laughs> like a songbird. And while we're yelling at this fucking kid, by the way, for those that don't know, Kurt has been promoted to uh, producer right. of but No now, Mercy can I Pod. S- Shut as- up. I'm oh, fucking okay. speaking. This is not called No Mercy with Kurt. <laughs> I'm the producer. It's called, no, it's called No Mercy with Tommy G. Exactly. You're the producer. I want to let your, them know what that means. Know your fucking role and you be quiet when the star is speaking. Got it. Got it. Good. So basically we're promoted Kurt as producer. Thank because God. he's been frustrated with the scheduling and we can't all get together. And Ben Jamin has a full-time job and then every other Sunday he can't do it. Uh, <laughs> Bobby is either fucking feeling hungover, Higher. sick, <laughs> high, or as a gig. Kurt's got 16 kids, four jobs, and he works <laughs> overnights. And then I'm blacked out two days a week. So it's very difficult to get the four of us together. So Kurt basically said on Tuesday, the bod, that he was going to take the over bod. all production, all production for the show. And he was going to put the schedule together, and he yeah. was going to line everyone up. So, so Kurt, what is your newfound responsibility of the No Mercy podcast? So, guys, so- this is really great news for the fans. Finally, someone that's organized can get this shit going consistently. We're going to spit happened. fire. We're going to have under an hour and a half every episode. Never I might sing every episode. Never I don't know happened. what we're going to do. But all you can expect with me in charge, there's going to be more episodes, more content. 
And then on the first day that Kurt took over as well, producer. Well, I did warn well, you that no, this no. would the be the last day, shit show. The first day that Kurt took over as producer was Tuesday. In which he said, tomorrow we we're recording an Antarctic podcast. He gave the stern Antarctic. talking to to Ben, who doesn't have capability to do nine to five because of his full time job. Yeah, and he said, Ben, I'm sorry. I'm the producer. You got to sit this one out. We need to get this out for the people. Fucking out. I'll cut anyone. I don't give a and fuck. And what happened? Did we record? Uh, no, I sent out record. a tweet getting everyone uh, excited. And what yeah. happened? Uh, well, Bob lost internet. I did. Okay. I did. And then what I happened? Did. And then what did I have to do publicly on Twitter? Dude, you realize every time you tweet something that we're doing a show, the show never happens. I know, Maybe, but it's called promotion. Kurt. Yeah, You're you supposed know what? To get I'm the producer. Going. If I didn't tell you to tweet it, you don't tweet it from you now on. You told me 100%. You're in control now. There yeah. will be no glitches. And I told you, we'll see you Sunday because there's no way we're going to be doing one before then. And Bob's internet went down. Yes. Yeah, but the, I can't foresee that craziness. Uh, this but, is what I'm telling you keeps happening every week, and you keep blaming it on me. It's yeah, always Bob, Bobby's sick. Ben got in, stuck in traffic. You got to fucking watch the kids because you don't have a sitter. No, There's always I something never, and you blame it on me. No, I'm the man. I'm always here. And that's what yeah. you can expect going forward. A so lot what I want shows. going forward, because it's not going to be consistent. There's no fucking chance in hell. We're already doing our first podcast with Curtis Producer five days late and with one of our men down. So we're already on three men instead of four men. So he's already horrible. He's Bro, show fired. must go on. We can't. Everyone has such messed up schedules. Anywho, let's go on. But you do know my, my internet went down. I was watching a video on Nazis on Antarctica. Don't Tom, wait stay out of the song. Kurt, Tom, stay can't. out. <laughs> Bro, start respecting my authority. You're the worst singer. <laughs> okay. Now, now, as producer, the show is going to change a little. We're going to start every show with a couple current events because lately there's something going on every week. Right. And then we're going to finish the show with a nice 30 to 45 minutes on the main topic, which today happens to finally be Antarctica. Antarctica. Okay, great. So they were good Bobby, to go. You need to, stop, you need to stop trying to carry me and Kurt and just sing. You're the lead. Yeah, just walk so you don't, you don't. Here's what you're doing, Bob. You're doing and. Yeah, you're like you're waiting for us to come in because i'm a team yeah, player just, no 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 you're the lead singer of the band and so you yeah. follow you my just go we yeah. follow your lead so when you stall we stall <laughs> so you just go this bro. is like a dysfunctional family trying to start a traveling band yeah this is, this is like a dysfunctional jackson five stop trying to carry kurt's shitty this is stepbrothers you, when the they're show in the, is the, car, in the car and they're like janice you're pitchy again <laughs> I've been, been, been playing all these, paying for all these voice lessons. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, that's great. Uh -huh. All right, so we're gonna start with the current events before we get into. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Oh my fuck! I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. He's Bro, too you're, fucking you're high. Making me, and you're you're too making stupid. me fucking sit with a guitar yeah, in my hand for sixty minutes. All right, well then keep the guitar out. We're done. It's you fucked it up. <laughs> You're both fucked up. It's all over. You can play a nice song. I'm gonna record it and just make a sound bite. Yeah, go. Just give me yeah, like make five a sound minutes. See, like I do with the bod and the Trump thing, where you could just press it on your yeah, phone. You gotta do it like that. Right, just press a button and do it. Okay. So, all right, let's get to the topics. Kurt, first topic. First topic: Biden wins South Carolina primary. Sanders finishes second. That is a very interesting one, actually. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you guys know how the primaries work. Um, basically, for those people, there's a lot of people out there that aren't aware, and that's why I think there's going to be fucking fires. 
that take place in when's it july when's the convention where they announce the candidate is it july uh it's in the summer late late july yeah i think august. it's like july mid-july late august yeah, yeah mid-july early august something like that so how this works for people that don't know and again i'm not an expert on this but i just i know a little bit about it stayed at holiday Inn express last night there's about four thousand delegates available right up for the field up for sanders biden bucci warren cooch whatever the fuck her name is what's her name Klobuchar or some shit yeah. and uh bloomberg right so the first problem the Democrats are going to have or that Sanders is going to have is that there's fucking six of them, which none of them seem to have any intention of bowing out of this race. So in order to win the nomination without the manipulation that's about to take place, you have to get hold on. I Googled it here. A minimum of nineteen hundred ninety one delegates. OK, so for those people that don't know what the fuck's going on out there and why I keep saying there's going to be riots and fires in July. If no one gets 1,991 delegates, which is about half the delegates, right? There's about 4,000 pledged delegates, and you got to get about 2,000 to win the nomination automatically. Automatic bid, bang, qualify for the tournament. No one's going to get that. So if no one gets it, then there's 771 superdelegates. And here's where the problem comes in. They don't participate in the first ballot. So these superdelegates now are basically the elite of the elite in the Democratic Party, all of which hate Bernie Sanders and don't want him to win, which will then see whoever the person that's in like second is, they're going to all vote for that person. So right now after the big win, it's, it's Biden. They're going to all vote for Biden, basically, probably 650 of them, and give Biden the nomination, even though Sanders clearly is going to win, most likely, the popular vote and the delegate count in the first round. The superdelegates are probably going to take whoever's in second place, push them ahead of Sanders, and there's going to be fucking riots everywhere in the Democratic Party. So would in we July. say Bernie has the craziest fan base? Oh my God, yeah, of any any side of any because of free base. college. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's got to have these the kids actually fan base. I don't know that many oh. people over the age of thirty that are going to vote for Bernie Sanders. It's anyone that's in college debt, right? Yeah, no, because they're stupid. They think he could really pull that off, and they don't understand it would crash the whole entire this, banking this, system. This like, is interesting because uh, this kind of lends credence to the fact that we've seen a different candidate win every state, it seems, right? Like, so we had Buttigieg win. Buttigieg, Buttigieg and then Sanders. Sanders right. won one. Uh, I don't know if Biden, Biden won, won one. Did Biden win? Oh, Biden, yeah, Biden just, just won, won this thing, one. like. Biden just won, won this thing in a landslide. landslide. Yeah. yeah. Oh, in Antarctica. Landslide. <laughs> that was the by a landslide. That was the first yeah, time we actually more than doubled sync. Bernie. Who yeah, I think he won second. like 50% of the voters. Yeah. Like 48% so if you spread like the delegates out enough between the five candidates, then nobody's going to get over the allotted amount. Well, here, so here's, the, here's the, the potential controversy, right? So first of all, people are wondering how the fuck Biden just came out and popped 50% after yes. being right. dead in the water the other two. Part of it is because it was the first one in the South, right? You know he's going to be stronger in the South. Mm -hmm. He's got ties to Obama. Um, they keep saying the black and Latino community is going to come out for Biden, part, mostly really? because of his ties to Obama. Yeah, no, that, no that, way. I didn't get it, but, I mean, that seems to be the why they keep saying he's going to crush the South because I, I don't know. I didn't see it. I didn't understand it, but it happened in South Carolina. So people have been saying that's going to happen. The other thing is they're saying there's a conspiracy theory that People are so against Bernie Sanders, even in the Democratic Party, that they're basically just all joining together and voting for the one candidate that has a shot to beat him. Yeah, I, it's like right? Bernie Which, Sanders is almost like the Washington generals. And we saw that, you know, like if you look at the Harlem Globetrotters, like, like, he's, like the fix is in and he's thrown it almost. Because even in the 2016 election, that's where a lot of people woke up to what was going on with the DNC because you had Debbie Wasserman Schultz that was 
uh, the head of the DNC, actively uh, campaigning for Hillary Clinton, and she got fired, and then ended up working on the Clinton campaign. So you had like who was the baby? Who was the lady that fucking uh, fed her the debate? Uh, questions uh, Maxine. Oh, uh, uh, she's working on fuck, uh, Donna Brazil, and she even wrote a Donna book. Yeah, she even yeah. wrote a book about it, saying like she like <laughs> had to like she was like afraid for her life and all this shit. But she uh-huh. fed uh, Hillary Clinton debate questions, uh, you know, during that town hall meeting. I mean, and so, like, the fix was in in 2016. It looks like we're just seeing a repeat of what happened in 2016, except now we have, like, a like a new Manchurian candidate, like a new Obama. Uh, Pete Buttigieg is, like, the new Obama. I feel like he's, like, the one that's trying to be bred uh, for this nomination here's, right now. Um, here's what I don't get about Bernie real quick. If Bernie's for the middle class, but his plan is to tax the middle class 60% of their paychecks, like I literally can't live in my house if I get taxed 60%. So how is he for the middle class? Well, that, I, that's, the, that's the sleight of hand, though, you know? And that's why I was saying, like, nobody over the age, anybody that's ever paid a mortgage, or I think most people that have paid a mortgage. Right. They said the average American has, like, an extra $200 in their checking account. So if our taxes go from, whatever, 20 to 30% and raise to 60%, right. how can anyone live where they're living? Well, I just want to know where universal health care is. Like, who's going to fund that? The middle class? Listen, like, Bernie doesn't do. have a plan for a single fucking thing that he's right. doing. There's but no he, plan for anything that he's doing. He doesn't have a budget for it. It's all bullshit. It's all smoke and mirrors. It's all fucking nonsense. Even Democrats fucking hate him. The reason they hate him is because they realize... He's a fucking communist. He's a socialist. There's nothing that works in his process. Dude. You know, even yeah. when they're talking about how, oh, we're going to forgive all the student loans. Really? Let me ask you guys a question. Who are those student loans all owed to? The millions and hundreds of millions and billions of dollars in student loans that are out there. Who are those loans owned to? You tell me. The I'm banks. you guys. Uh, who owned you, it? Who, do, you, you have a student loan. who do you owe it to? The banks. <laughs> you, don't, you don't owe it to Villanova. Government? You don't owe it to Hofstra. You don't owe it to Fordham. Who do you owe it to? The banks. The banks. The banks, yeah. right? So is that not an asset on their balance sheet? Yes. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So if you're going to forgive all those student loans, hundreds of millions of dollars for each bank, for Citigroup, and for all these fucking companies, you're just going to wipe those off the asset side of their balance sheet. That's all potential money they thought they had coming right. in. Let's say Kurt makes ten grand a month working or whatever, and at the end of the month, he knows he has his mortgage due, he has this due, he has the kid's daycare stuff due he's got all this stuff due well on the asset side he's got a ten thousand dollar number that's going to be coming in for him to pay all that when that ten thousand dollar number is just wiped off his balance sheet and he doesn't get paid this month he goes into debt right correct and he can't pay his bills so what's going to happen to the stock market what's going to happen to Citigroup stock what's going to happen to goldman stock what's going to happen to all these companies stocks if they just had hundreds of millions of dollars Get forgiven and never need to be well, paid. Well, here's the other back. thing. You tell me, is it going to be harder to get? They're going to crash. Is it going to get harder to get loans? And uh, well, it would have to be yeah. right because if they're losing all these loans, yeah. yeah, why they'll would stop, you loan they money? Loaning. They won't. They're, <laughs> well, he's sense. saying college will be free. But he got exposed on 60 Minutes when they asked him, "So how are you going to pay for this?" And he's like, "Oh, we he don't have know. that figured out yet." <laughs> like, okay, he literally well, has no idea because you can't. You cannot yeah, so, pay so for it. There is no answer. What about someone who? Saved up money in college, right? Like worked hard and paid off everything by working their ass off. Can they get reimbursed for all that money, or is it just the people that uh, decided they're just going to take out loans and, and, no, and get a fucking gonna, gender studies care. degree and then come out with you know two hundred fifty? Yeah, a good question. That, you know? Yeah, no, no, it's going to so be the people that, that paid, but the ones that no, were responsible and paid their shit. No, no, absolutely one hundred percent. Okay. 
Well, none either of, way, none of the plans of the Democrats are going to ha- help someone like me who had $157,000 in student loans and paid it off, uh, paid off a $100,000 balance in one year when I hit for like 300k in a month right. on Daily Fantasy and went and took a third of that that went to taxes and a third of that which paid off my student loans and I never basically saw like a dollar of it. So, right. no, I won't get any benefit. Well, before we go to the next topic, let's just do Mayor Pete real quick. Yes. What do you guys think about this robot? Oh, hold on. I don't know if people have heard this soundbite here. So, here's the soundbite that's circulating the internet and there's a longer version. I just have the short one here of Buchigeg, how people keep saying he's a robot and uh, he's a Manchurian candidate and you know, this guy is basically Obama part two. No one knew where the fuck he came from, what he's doing, how he's fucking doing so well. But uh, here's a little compilation. It's only 22 seconds, so it's a quick one. Mm-hmm. But listen to this. This is Obama and Buttigieg overlapped over each other. The way we do every other election, we're giving it to the person who got the most votes. Just a thought. Oh, my God. brings us together. This country was built. It is a movement reaching in at church basements and in our city universities and with our kids. And if the boys can light up the neighborhoods and we can light up the city. I mean, like, oh my God. <laughs> I, I, even like he's smart enough, though. He didn't go full Melania where he was smart enough to change a word or two. Right. Right. Yeah. Like when when he'll go like church basements and then Obama said colleges, he said universities like he was smart enough to, you know, change a couple words. So it wasn't absolute 100 percent plagiarism. But hasn't everyone been talking about this guy being a fucking robot to begin with? Yeah, that's yes. been a big thing. Here's the other thing. Even it's like the, a joke. Even the articulation, like the way, like his inflection and the way he kind of comes uh-huh. up and down. Blah, 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 blah. Even yeah. the way he looks, he looks like your prototypical just like guy. Like he right, literally looks man. fake. Right. But, uh, <laughs> right. you know, we were talking earlier that, you know, a lot of pictures have been coming out of him, you know, like in military garb from his service. And, I, you know, like I said, I, I never did any... You know, I have no military background, but if you read all these people that are calling him out, like in his pictures for having like incorrect patches, holding his gun improperly, mm-hmm. or like you know being pictured without his weapon overseas, which apparently like rarely happens. I mean, there's like all these like anomalies and inconsistencies in a lot of his military pictures uh, that are being called out by people that have actually you know uh, been overseas. And so you combine that, and I haven't done a ton of research on him yet, but I guarantee you, if, if you guys do just a little bit of research, I'm telling you he has bloodline ties to somebody. I guarantee you he's got CIA oh, ties somewhere in his bloodline. Yep. Oh, they've already they've already talked about that. Oh, yeah. they have? About him being CIA, right, Kurt? Yeah. yeah, the fact that he's come out of nowhere and he's, like, running, he's the mayor of, what, like, a couple thousand people, and now he's, like, potentially a president. You could tell he was moved along just like Obama was. Right, right. the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a it's a fucking because Obama mirror. came out of nowhere. No one well, no Obama one knew who Obama fucking, was. Yeah. Well, then the Iowa caucus. Like, that's what they do. You know, with with the uh, with that voting app. You know, and then we found out it was Soros back, and it was you know Clinton ties, the Clinton so, foundations, yeah. mm-hmm. the ones that created it. Yeah. <laughs> like it was just a mess. It's, it's creepy. Yeah. All right, it's 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 it, the whole fucking party's in ruins. And what's going to happen is if this does end up happening the way that it looks like it's going to happen, yeah. where Bernie's going to get fucking jacked. Didn't Project Veritas, weren't they the ones who released that video of the Bernie yes. staffers saying Milwaukee specifically, that if Bernie loses, cities are going to burn yeah. and they're going to light cities on yeah, fire? Yeah, because it's all college kids that want free college. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's, like, that's that, all you, it is. Re, that's a real thing that like I really believe is going to happen. Yeah. 
Yeah. It, like, they're going to be lighting cities on fire. Here's the other thing. When we say Manchurian, Manchurian Candidate, I feel like most of the people know what that is. But if you don't know what a Manchurian Candidate is, it's basically like somebody that's being groomed, right? It's like, it's a for, it's a mind control. So, you know, you like, we're basically saying and claiming that this person has been prepped for years and years and years for this role. And he's being pushed up and propped up by the elites that have been prepping him for decades. Okay, so this is the type of claim that we're talking about when we talk about a Manchurian candidate. So, like, you know, I know it sounds like an audacious claim, but, I mean, there's this has happened before in the past. Like, you know... Uh, I don't think it's that audacious because if you listen closely to the debates, like Klobuchar or whatever the fuck her name is, like, you'll hear him, her doing things that people don't do. Right. Like, calling him out, like, oh, yeah, we know you memorized a bunch of talking points, Pete. Like... First of all, they're all memorizing talking points. Right, right. You know, like that's what they all do. So the fact that she's trying to call it out and make it public, like you know nothing except what you're – and she said you're speechwriters and you're – that's what they used to blame Obama for. Like when Obama didn't have a teleprompter, he was terrible. But when he had a teleprompter, he sounded like Martin Luther exactly. King. Exactly. Right? Like, and, and that's the same thing they're saying with Buttigieg. Like the second he's got a teleprompter, he's a genius. And when he doesn't, he looks like a normal And dude. a perfect, yeah, a perfect example sh- from the Republican side in 2016, Marco Rubio. Because I don't know if Rubio, you remember yeah. Chris Christie. He called out Rubio. He's like, Rubio's got these three talking points, and he says the same lines over and over again. And then literally the next line, Rubio. Yeah, he did it, it the, the next, next sentence. sentence. <laughs> the next sentence, you know. Oh, that was that was the worst for him. Yeah. That was the end of his. That was the end of his campaign. That was it. Right that there. moment. Yeah. That moment was the end of his campaign. Right. And Kurt, you were gonna say something? No, I think they're shocked. The deep state is shocked that it's not working because I think they thought for sure that he'll be the first gay president. They had him all prepped, and I think they're really shocked that he can't even get like top three. Right. Right. Because he did so well in the first one. Yeah. In Iowa, no, I think first two, he was right there with. Sandra. And listen, as a musician, so- he doesn't have a marketable name. Like a lot of musicians change no, their name. No, I can't believe they didn't change it. Like they <laughs> fucked his name up bad. I think. Yeah, that was a horrible name. Yeah. Yeah. It starts with butt. Know, these guys. That's like, funny. It's almost like <laughs> it's like it's 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 got gay in it too. Like Bucci gay. Right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know, but gay. Yeah. That's his name. I don't know, but um. Anyway, the Democratic Party is just in absolute shambles with this because no matter what happens. It's an apocalypse. The best thing that could have happened to them was Biden getting back in it, obviously. I think the delegate count right now, it seems like Sanders has just been running away with everything, but there's so few delegates in this first couple states until Super Tuesday. I think it's 58 to 51 right now. I think that's how close Biden is. And imagine how bad your party has to be when you have a senile 80-year-old pedophile who literally (laughs) doesn't even remember what state he's in, what year he was vice president. And what he's running for. Did you hear his speech where he said, please nominate me for, for Senate? <laughs> like, he, he forgot he was running for president. Didn't and then he the think other one, he was vice president during 9-11? He thought he was vice president in the <laughs> 1970s in one of them. He literally said the 1970s. And everyone was like, what? And he's like, I mean, 2000, 2011. Like, he was, he's fucking lost. Dude's a fucking disaster. But uh, it looks like that's who they're going to be. I feel like real out. soon right. they're going to clone him. They may give him a trip. To an Arctic. Yeah, you slowed it. You, you slowed it. You did too slow. Ah, Don't worry. Off. I'll get in. We'll get I'll get in. Okay. You just got, you could fucking spring it on me. Arctic. I'm good. I need a nanosecond. Though. Okay. Just be ready. Don't got to stall the word. Just be ready for I'm, it. I'm ready okay. for it. So before we get to uh, the main topic of 
in Antarctica. <laughs> I heard him ruffling with his guitar. <laughs> I was like, Panic grab. Let's get to the. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh shit, oh shit. Yeah. Bob, now, now that we're going to switch topics, I want you in between topics. When Tom says next topic, I want you to play a little riff. Next topic. Something cool like that as we go. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do a different riff. <laughs> All right, next topic. Several notable CEOs have stepped down or announced that they are stepping down in 2020. In fact, January 2020 set a record for the most CEO departures for the U.S. in one month. So within the last, uh, what is it, like a couple days, um, what we at Disney, MasterCard, uh Oh, forget it. Ooh, Salesforce, MGM, fucking yeah. IBM, Match. dot com. Uh, what else? Uh, Victoria's Secret, right? Last week. That was mm-hmm. the big one. I don't yeah. know what Salesforce is, but uh, Salesforce is huge. It's like the, the internet uh, software that almost every single corporation in America uses to track. Their well, sales. Wexler uh, is supposed to be the head of the snake, so him getting exposed is actually interesting. Mm. But one, the question I have, do you think this is tied to the indictments? And if not, when do you think we hear about these supposedly thousands of indictments? Um, you talk about the sealed indictments that haven't been unsealed yes. yet? Yeah, so those yep. have been – those who haven't been uh, paying attention, they're, they're things called sealed indictments. So if there's like a, a long investigation that involves like multiple prongs, like so – so basically like if, if – uh, indictment gets unsealed it may compromise other investigations that are going on concurrently so normally like in a calendar year there's like let's just i'm just throwing a number out there let's say there's 500 sealed indictments total right now there's like over 10,000 sealed indictments across the united states that are just being accumulated and so you compile that with uh the ceo resignations and you start to think to yourself you know were they offered deals saying if you step down um you know, and you cooperate, assets. you know, then, you know, you can ride off into the sunset. Um, but when you see this amount of CEOs resigning within a very short period of time, that, that is an immediate red flag. Um, back in 2017, I, I, actually, I remember texting you guys about this because uh, Trump signed an executive order back in December 2017, uh, which had to do with seizing the assets of anybody involved in human trafficking. And as soon as that executive order went through, it was just like, it was, dude, CEO after CEO stepping down. Like ESPN, John Skipper, stepped down, uh, CEO of like uh, Diebold. And Diebold's that company that does the voter uh, machines. So there was controversy. They might have been involved in uh, voter fraud. Uh, Papa John, CEO, like a, like a bunch of them stepped down um, right after that executive order came out. So we're seeing just oh oh the oh, the biggest one was the CEO of uh, Alphabet, uh, which is the, the parent yes. company of Google. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, good call. Like the yes. next day, okay. Then you had the Podesta Group got dismantled around that time. So you had like a, a large influx back in like late 2017, early 2018, and now you're seeing it again. So um, let me ask you: Do you? I don't know if you know this. Do you know if they expire? Like, so if this was compiled what last year, summer? Like, at what point 
do you have to do something or do these stay active? And then if Trump's not reelected, they're basically done. Like what happens with these indictments? So you're saying this is like a statute of limitations or something? Yeah. Like yeah. at what point do they have to execute these? See, that's the part I don't know. But I'm assuming if it's a large scale ongoing investigation that they're going to take their precious time on this. Because, you know, if I feel like it would be something that, you know, if one area of it gets compromised, then the whole thing could shatter. And, and that's right. why, like when we really get into the conspiratorial realm – like there is a very valid argument that this whole Russia hoax thing was actually orchestrated by the Trump campaign as a distraction to keep people in the media away from the real investigations that were going on. Mm. And the reason why there's actually like it's legitimate is because the day before the Russia investigation started, uh, Trump had a meeting with uh, with Mueller and uh, – what was the other guy's name? Anyway, so Mueller and some other guy uh, for three hours about the supposedly the vacancy of the head of the uh, F, head of the FBI. But the thing mm-hmm. is, is that Mueller could not have obtained that position because he had already had it. So they had a three-hour-long uh, meeting, and then the next day, uh, Robert uh, Mueller became the head of the uh, you know the Russia investigation. So a lot of people think that that whole thing was a distraction, and while the media was looking left, they were really investigating and going the other way. Um, so a lot of people think Jeff Sessions was uh, was involved in a lot of that stuff. Um, Weren't they doing stuff in Guantanamo Bay to expand it or whatever? They were doing construction there, and everyone thought it was to set up all these indictments? They've been doing stuff on Guantanamo Bay. There had been... Um, mysterious flight a lot of flights out to Guantanamo Bay um, there's there's yeah. another place that does a lot of mysterious stuff that I think we're going to be talking about in a few minutes um, not Guantanamo Bay it's uh, Antarctica. Antarctica. Yes. yeah <laughs> so, so so I agree with you guys I think I think to try and figure out what this whole this whole Russia thing is fucking just boggled my mind yeah. You know, how, how this is even a thing and how it went from like Hillary Russia and then Trump Russia to now you got fucking people coming out saying the Russians are trying to fix it for Bernie. And they're trying. Yeah. But like, did you see the retraction the next day where they said they overstated? You didn't no. see this. Oh, so the next day they basically retracted that. See, but you see how they <laughs> do it. They re- yeah. They released that shit yep. and then they retract it. But nobody sees the retraction. They letter. retracted it like four in the morning the next day <laughs> on their like they're, burner account. Exactly. It's always yeah. if you're up late looking at the uh, the news, you'll always see CNN and these sites like retracting stories at three thirty in the morning. Right. It's the funniest it's thing I've ever seen. It's they just smart. bury it. Like fifty million people see the story, and like five hundred see the retraction. Like it's, the, it's the greatest <laughs> fucking thing in the world. No one gets fired. No one gets punished. No one gets penalized. Well, I mean, like, Absolutely what do y'all think happens. the CEO stuff is? Because I have a theory. Because like when the I think I think it's sex trafficking a lot of it. I, I think. Yeah. I got Bob Iger. Yeah. As a first round pick for my sex trafficking draft, um, sex I think trafficking he's. Draft. Yeah, I think I got him in the. I got him in the top seven. Oh my God. Uh, I think Bob Iger is a lock and load. Ugh. He's been talking about retiring. Like, so here's the thing with Iger. So, does everyone know who Bob Iger yeah. is? Oh, everybody. Okay. So, well, well, no, you got to I mean, say it. Yeah, I was they, leaving they it can't for Bob. Answer. Since Bob Snart, but he's basically the CEO <laughs> yeah. of Disney, right? So, Bob Iger stepped down, and Bob Iger's still young. He's not like 85 years old or something like that. I think he's what? He's 60 maybe? 65? He looks good for whatever his name is. Def- definitely drinking baby mm. blood. Um, <laughs> looks a lot younger I mean, than he is. What's up? 
It's obvious he's drinking baby blood. Mm, yeah, no, he's definitely one of those baby blood drinking uh, guys. So, so I said one of the keys to finding out if a CEO is involved in sex trafficking is, one, do they work with small children? Mm-hmm. Do they work with young up-and-coming pop stars? Disney do they have access be, to children? I mean, Disney is literally the fucking home base for all pedophilia in the world. You got the young singers. You got the young actors. You got the young commercial people. You got that right there. Uh, that's one. Two, are they a young-looking white man who's old? Well, there you go. Iger literally be <laughs> Epstein's fucking brother. And then the third thing is, do they have power and influence in billions of dollars? Yep. Check, check, check. Cross the board. Once you get all three of those, you're a suspect. Right. Right? Like, it doesn't mean you're a, a fucking pedophile. It just means you're a suspect. If you look how we can kind of profile people who tend to fly planes into buildings, yeah, there's a pretty specific profile. Right? Are you brown? Do you have a turban on? And do you have a beard down near fucking chest bone? Like, yes. If you do... You're on the list, right? So, and then it's the white male thing, old white male drinking baby blood in the performing industries. So Bob Iger is mine because the funny thing with him is there's been these little rumors of Iger stepping down on and off for like five years, mm-hmm. right? And it's almost as if he knows the storm is coming. He starts to hear some stuff come out. And then he goes, you know what? I don't know how much longer I'm going to be here. And then it kind of blows over because the media covers it up. And then he stays in and he's full steam so ahead. You, you think and now it's all of a sudden of- he's out. You think it's more of they don't want to disgrace the company? Like, this is coming out, so he wants to distance himself from Disney so it doesn't ruin Disney. Same with Google and all these companies. Right, yeah. I mean, listen, there's never a single situation, whether you want to talk about Paterno or Harvey Weinstein, where that shit's going on where the 10 or 15 closest people to that person don't know that's going on. Right? Right. Like, it's physically impossible that Epstein's friends didn't know Epstein had that island. Right. Right. It's physically impossible that Weinstein's friends didn't know that Weinstein was fucking with some kids and fucking with some girls in Hollywood. It's physically impossible that for for all this stuff to have happened without the people closest to them knowing. Right. Right. It's impossible. And I hate it. Yeah. Because there's always. Yeah. And, and when they pretend like they didn't, it's a fucking lie. So there's people close to Iger who are probably in the fucking sex parties and shit. Come on, this is complete hyperbole. Right. So I don't want you guys running out saying Bob Iger's pedophile, even though he probably is. Allegedly. Allegedly. So there's people who know what's going on. So if it were to be true, what you would do is say, Bobby, step down. <laughs> Wait, you know, why me? And then, <laughs> are you saying Bobby, me, Bobby? Bobby? You guys, I'm saying you guys step oh, down, okay. too. You're, you're, you're left-handed, so you're most likely to be <laughs> on this podcast. Uh, by the way, Kurt, you did mention that on the pod, right, about lefties? Yes, lefties yeah. are pedophiles. Yes. <laughs> I think that's what that is. is, that what it is? Like. Lefties <laughs> are pedophiles. Not that they have a higher Just we percentage. are pedophiles. Just that they are. They <laughs> that's are. fantastic. Right. But, Bob, I think you were telling me that the girl you were last talking to was like 12 years younger than you. But anyway, <laughs> here there. Uh, we're not mistaken. Um so, so the first thing I, I do is I Google. No mercy. <laughs> no effective immediately. Bob, we're going to need you to step I'm, down. I'm for getting out of the Before public. you ruin our name, don't tarnish the no mercy name. <laughs> yeah, Bob, you might want to get on a plane on the first plane to go hide in the icy land. Uh, I'm going to launder my money through in like some God, random dude, art project. He's so, so bad stoned. at this. He's so stoned all the time. He's so, oh, man. so fucking high. From now on, I'll just sing it when you lead into it. Yeah, we'll just Oh, sing did I miss a cue? Yeah, Listen, you I'm not going to keep the guitar it. in my hand for an hour. <laughs> do the next topic, Q. Do, try the next topic one. Hold on. By the way, I just want to do the last thing before we get to the next topic. So the first thing I did when Iger stepped down, I Googled Iger sex trafficking. Yeah. Okay? And the first thing that pops up, Disney to fight vigorously 
and $60 million Harvey Weinstein assault from Paz del Huerta. And then it says Paz del del Huerta also has named CEO Michael Eisner and current CEO Bob Iger plus Bob Weinstein and Miramax in her lawsuit. Right. Like the first thing that comes up is from literally the end of 2019. I think it was November 2019 where you find out that now all of a sudden Iger's tied into the Weinstein case. And then he stepped. So yeah, it, it's the lock of the century. Draft him in the first round of your pedo drafts, and, <laughs> uh, and be happy with the. Pick. You got to do mean, a draft guide for the pedo draft. Yeah, this is like Mike Trout. We right should make that have like the stickers and everything, and you actually go board and, and do like a live draft. We should. We should. I got Iger as a keeper. But I I, I do want to stress this because I know we talk about boiling the frog a lot, but and, and this is something that I read about a couple of years ago that I didn't understand at the time, but I do now. And this stuff has to be leaked out little bits at a time to to uh-huh. warm people up to what is going on so when you see epstein get arrested and then harvey weinstein and like the nexium cult and you just had peter nygaard in the bahamas so it's like nygaard that's one right. after another and that's the other thing that peter nygaard you had that and then you had the ceo step down a lot of these ceos step down well yeah. that nygaard similar for people that didn't hear that story yeah. Um, do you want to tell him what was going on? Well, yeah, there? I mean, he's, he's basically like the Epstein of the Bahamas, or he's like the Canadian, right? Epstein, he basically, yep. You know, yeah. Um, and uh, so he he recently, recently, he recently, you know, he got capped. Recycles, Power and then you it, have all these CEOs stepping down. But he, dude, he paid off the police of the Bahamas. I mean, he had the police mm-hmm. in his back pocket. There were sent people like DA, everybody, yeah, everyone. like people were like claiming that they would escape, and then they would go to the police and the police would bring them back to him i mean mm-hmm. he owned the bahamas i mean that was that was his little playground so that was for anyone that's album. never seen the uh mcafee who yes. was on this podcast the john mcafee uh, yes documentary. exactly like that yeah a gringo <laughs> just go watch that and you'll understand how much power a rich man can All have. You need is money in a small environment where they yeah. have none that's it. just go be a fucking multi-millionaire billionaire go to costa rica go to belize yeah. go to fucking bahamas go to jamaica go anywhere yes, if you could out net worth the place yeah. you're in you own it and you <laughs> own every aspect of that place and 500 miles of surrounding area right. you are basically a dictator king in that area that has the police the government everyone on your on your side armed guards you name it so yeah, that's that's what. What goes do you on think everywhere. the draw is with these billionaires and little kids? Um, I just I, I don't. You know what? Someone was asking me that the other day. It's kind of like uh, a West. It doesn't world. make sense. It's like though. their playground. It's all. It's a. It's a couple things. One, blackmail. So if you get somebody in a compromising position, and that's mm-hmm. why they record all this stuff with it with an underage child, you blackmail them for life because the worst right. thing you right. can be publicly is a pedophile. The second thing is is it's the one thing that they can do that the rest of the world. I shouldn't say couldn't do, but but it's like an elite type of like activity that um, you know. First of all, they can afford it because the trafficking industry is so you know is one of the richest industries. I mean, like literally, like the people that abduct these children, they realize it's a forty to fifty thousand dollar paycheck every single time. So it's a high end um, little fantasy that a lot of these people have, and it's like their little inner circle, inner secret, you know, uh, and blackmail system you know because and the other the other well, that's the that's considered the first stage of getting into these secret societies right isn't they right. get you you gotta fuck yeah. kids right or the other thing is you have the other factor have, yeah. of one 
the child's blood factor, right. right? Like with the blood boys and all that, right? So the baby blood and all that, how they think transfusing the baby blood into yourself is going to keep you, well, yeah, you living have, longer. Well, yeah, you have a lot of things. You, you have, have the that. You have the adrenochrome. Yep. And then you also right? so have like, you know, the blood transfusions, which a, a lot right. of them take. Like, that's why you see like, I don't know if you notice, a lot of the leads. That's what yeah. I was just saying. Yeah, it's circulating their blood through your like, skin, their, their organ. Too. I mean, like organ yeah. harvesting's big or like. You also have the fact that these maniacal maniacs, these elites are complete power mongers. Right. They thrive and live for power. Right. And when can you overpower a sexual encounter more than with a 13 year old girl? Right. Right. Like it's the it's the fear that that girl has, the power that they have over that girl. Not to mention there's these kind of fucked up kind of Freudian things that we all as normal people put out of our minds. But there's a reason why every single man in America loves the little schoolgirl outfit at Halloween. Right. right? Like Mm. there's something like like deep back in our fucking history that's back in our brain. From the olden times, when you think about it, these 50-year-old kings used to marry 12-year-old they'd be, girls. They'd be like, set up with them. It'd be like family. That's all it was, right. They all fucked 12-year-old kids. So there's something like primal with it, too, that is brought out from all the way back And then when you talk about primal, then, then you look at like ancient cultures that sacrificed oh. children to gods. you know, And, and mm-hmm. now, you know, now we're talking about the Luciferians sacrificing children to Moloch. Right. So, you know, these are ancient practices, too. And if you notice, like, yeah, even with, like, Epstein's temple and stuff, like, like you notice that a lot of their symbolism is either Egyptian in nature or Sumerian in nature. So they have a lot of these rituals that they've passed down for thousands of years. You know, so there's very there's you a know huge crazy about this? element. The other, the other big part of it, too, before I let you go, Kurt, yeah. and I know we're going to yeah. pivot, but uh, the big part of it is they can brainwash them from such a young age. You know, we talk about Stockholm syndrome and things like that. They can, they're so naive that they could brainwash them from such a young age that they don't have as much of a risk of them telling or being aware of what's even happening to them. You know, they just become these sex slaves and that's just the life that they've always known. So that's who they are. Whereas if you bring in 23, 24, 27 year old girls, there's no power, there's risk, there's struggle, not to mention they're stronger and they could fight back if they felt they were being raped. I mean, it's, it's all about this purity of a child and the, the demonic side of these fucking old ass. And, and that's why you creeps. see like a lot of these people, that, kids that got abused as young children, when they get older, they become handlers, they become recruiters. They actually bring right. a lot of the, the next generation. Because well, if, if you, you notice, them, they're not six. Right? Like, they're fucking, like, 13-year-olds and 12-year-olds. F- so they look like girls. They're not fucking babies. Right. You know, they're, they're basically getting these fresh, young girls so that they can brainwash them, keep them, and, like Bobby said, turn them into the handlers to bring in other young girls. Um, they don't even know any better. They're just – that's the way they yeah. live. That's what their life and it's, is. It's, that's all you they know, know, it's deeper even than just – And you could scare them into not talking. Right. If oh, sure. Enough, oh, you sure. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So, but the weird thing about this is that there's literally people that'll listen to this and think we're batshit crazy, despite all the dominoes falling right now, where you're seeing it everywhere, and they still just they're so against that something like this can be going on, and they use that as like whenever they talk to conspiracy people, oh, you think uh, the elites run the world and fuck babies? I mean, just look at the Nexium cult. I mean, if you guys want, if you think we're crazy, look into the Nexium cult. I mean, that's something that's been going on, you know. And so it's actually, you know, like um, the convictions are real. Yeah, it's 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 a real thing. I mean, these people. John get, of God's real. Yeah, Epstein's John real. of God. John of God is the scariest one because that's mainstream, right? That's scarier than Epstein. Because that yeah, shit was no on. One Oprah was that. fucking bringing him on as a friend of hers. 
And it's so funny. Weinstein, Oprah friend. Epstein, Oprah friend. Michelle Obama. Oh, God, Oprah friend. Obama friend. Obama friend. Clinton friend. Like, there's no way you don't know. You don't. There's no way you don't know. I'm just telling you. You get introduced to these people somehow, right? Someone rumored something to you at some point, right? Like, if Harvey Weinstein is raping all of Hollywood, someone at some point mentioned to you, hey, did you hear... Fucking Jenna say that Harvey Weinstein tried to grab her pussy as she was walking in her room. Oh, no. You at least it came across your radar multiple times. It's fucking bullshit that they didn't know. Not only did they know they were in on it. So yep. fucking. Uh, Oprah, anyway, Kurt, dude. did you? Anywho, hit it, Bob. With the. Oh, no. Oh, uh, hold on. I got, Bob, I got, fuck I got, off. I got, Bob. I... Next topic. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. And you hold that. That's pretty good. <laughs> good. That's All right. Now, this one hit home. And this ties into the last podcast. My number. By the way, how long are we pick. on this topic before we head into Antarctica? Antarctica. Oh god, Kirk can't even say the fucking word. No wonder why he can't sing. Quanan. Quanan. All right. So this hits. This is my number one pick. He's already out. Snoop Dogg apologizes to Gail King over Kobe Bryant controversy, and he literally apologized. 24 hours later after doing right. it. Wait, wait, didn't I draft Snoop in our draft? Or no, you? he was my number one pick. All and then right, you tried right, to take right. him out of nowhere. We need but you list. can have we him now. List. We need a running list. But I traded him for Bloomberg when I heard he was going <laughs> to run with Hillary Clinton. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. There's no way Bloomberg makes it four years if Hillary Clinton's the VP. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> like, that's the easiest one ever. You know, I said, last, I said last, last podcast, I think a comedian's next. And when you listen to Ricky Gervais's speech, uh, was it uh, during the Golden Globes or uh, Ricky Gervais is real close to being whack. That guy went out. He's real fucking close. swinging, dude. He's really close to being whack. He went out <laughs> swinging. Saying, well, he's so gonna die. That's yeah. <laughs> a really good pick. Yeah. It's a really good pick. But the uh, so what were you gonna say, Kurt? What was the topic here? <laughs> what I forgot. Snoop Dogg. I, I forgot. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Yeah, Snoop Dogg apologies. Snoop right. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> you just need to chop in with that at any moment, Bob. I'll do that. So, uh, so Snoop Dogg basically came out and fucking called Bowed. out Gail King, like Kurt said, blah, 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 Oprah's best friend, all this. All of a sudden, 24 hours later, he's sitting there one night going, yo, you better watch your back and shit. LeBron's favoriting and liking what he's writing and tweeting and all that and, and Instagramming. And then all of a sudden, he comes out begging the boule. Groveling. Begging the boule for forgiveness, apologizing out the ass, appearing on Jada Pinkett Smith's show with three other powerful black women and just groveling and begging for forgiveness. And all of a sudden, his son, we remember what Snoop's dog's son was doing a year ago, right? A year ago, Snoop's son was in a documentary about how he was one of the top football recruits in the country. I only watched cheerleading docs. All of the, yeah, Kurt only watched the cheerleading documentary. All of a sudden... About four days after Snoop Dogg fucking comes out and says the shit to Gail King and starts groveling for pendants, his son shows up wearing a makeup and dress on the internet and is now the head of a clothing line or some modeling thing where he's basically just totally gay and wearing female clothing all over the place. Coincidence? I think not. So, so the son is the sac. So he he's basically sacrificing his son, not literally, like you know, it's, it's essentially offering his son up. 
in order yeah, for, right. probably for forgiveness or whatever. And that's why you're seeing D- uh, Dwayne Wade all over the place, man. He's it's yeah, so funny what they said that. too. The sign. It's the, if you read the headline, Snoop Dogg's son Cordell Brodus is embracing his androgyny. Oh as he doesn't he care said, what the haters think. Like Will Smith's too. kid. They actually said embracing his androgyny. Oh, dear God. I just got out of Twitter Dude. jail, by the way, for, for fucking arguing with some, some androgynous motherfucker. I don't understand why Did they, they get all the forgiveness. Uh, cause How long were somebody, you in jail for? Apparently, you know, there's a bunch of these fucking pronouns, and one of them's they, them, which I'm like, that's not even fucking, like, you're one person. How come I refer to you as they, yeah. them? So, like, you know, because... <laughs> And then we got in a big argument over semantics and all this shit. And then we can't argue with trannies. Yeah, on the I told them they were fucking retarded, and uh, yeah. they. You can't say retarded. Can't say either. retarded. Yeah, apparently can't drop yeah, the. Can't say gay. Yeah, can't say retarded. Can't argue with trannies. Yeah, so it went on for a long. You could time. only have them dance for your six-year-old. Yeah, so I, I think I need to sacrifice Kurt. <laughs> so if Kurt, if Kurt ends up in a what? dress next week, I agree. <laughs> Kurt, the Kurt, fuck? I think Kurt, I agree. Why me? Just Kurt. Wear a dress a like, in public like, a couple times. I think I'll be okay. Yeah, and then Bob no, but you were hitting on something with Wade. Wade, you never heard no. about while he was in the NBA. This guy was like. Oh, that's what Never I was going to say. Since about. his kid fucking was seen in the fucking crop top, he's everywhere. I think he even has an ESPN special that aired last week. This guy is everywhere. In the now. All-Star everywhere. game, it was like a everywhere. tribute to D-Wade. I know it was in Chicago. I know he's from Chicago, but it was like... He's on morning shows. He's everywhere. And what about the... Uh, what is it, like a new clothing line or a phone number or something that had like the Illuminati uh, all-seeing... Oh, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And the number had yeah, 33 in it. Stuff. So, I mean, you know me with my fucking numbers and gematria and all that stuff. So, it's just like... Dude, it's so weird what's going on with Dwayne Wade right now. Like, he's fucking everywhere since the fucking kid showed up in a crop top. I mean, it's just amazing. Like, here. And that's what they do. For those people that don't understand why that would coincide, it's because... I mean, keep in mind, Dwayne Wade's been retired much more recently than a month ago, guys. Right. The whole beginning of the season, you didn't hear anything about him. And then all of a sudden, once his kid shows up in a crop top and nail polish and he comes out and says, we support our son, daughter, he, she, whatever the fuck it is, then everywhere, he's everywhere. And that's how it works. You sacrifice a person, you know, towards the cause, and then we make you super famous and rich. Right. And that's how they did it to get into the NBA, and that's how they do it to start their second and here's career. here's the other question I after have. After the NBA. Give me one example of a public figure who's child is openly female to male where oh my daughter is transitioning from female to male can you think of one no it's all it's male to female. no that's always my argument when people talk about this and they always go they could do what they want I'm like how come you never promote attaching a penis to a right. girl it's always right. the other way right it's, it's the demasculizing of men yes and that it's all is male to female. by design that is not an accident and the funny thing is i posted that thing on twitter and on instagram of the uh the tranny the uh, in drag uh, doing the stripper dance for the little kid, the six-year-old kid, and all the parents, the Bernie disgusting. lovers behind him cheering. And I wrote, this is Bro, fucking that, disgusting. If, These people if should that be was that kid's mother that was next to her, it was. they should it put was. her in jail. Was that the mother? It was. But it has Dancing. nothing yeah, to do... Of course do... it was. Okay, here's my question. But it's Honestly, not even being... If you guys were in that room, let's say you weren't a part... I murder someone. Would you go I'd up to the I pull the girl kid, out. Like, the mother, or would you... What would you do? Would you stop it? Yeah. Okay, so people that didn't see it, there's a video... You know, we talked about like drag queen story hour stuff. There's a video of this drag queen, this mom literally pulls a chair out and sits the kid in this chair as if she's about to get a lap dance. Like literally, a good example is, and so she's. We've all had bachelor parties. It's when you get pulled on stage, you get put on the chair, everyone's watching, and then you have the one stripper that comes at you directly in a line and starts like lap dancing and doing all that stuff. It was that exact thing with a six year old girl. 
Mom's and clapping. A tranny. But it's not even a fact that it was a tranny. It's the fact that even if it was a girl, a guy, anyone, they should a six year old shouldn't be in that situation where someone with, is with someone in booty on them shorts like a crawling towards them in a, in a halter top. Right. It has nothing to do with them. But being here's the funny thing: if that was a female stripper, right. female stripper, not trans, not drag queen, whatever the fuck you want to call it, if that was a female stripper with implants and blonde hair going towards it. Everyone would be erupting and crying out that it's ridiculous. The only reason they didn't is because it was a drag queen and everyone's like supposed taught that they're supposed to be okay with anything a drag queen does. And that's why I feel like there's a difference between being homosexual and in the LGBTQ community because it's been so politicized and, and empowered that you're seeing a lot of people in the homosexual community detaching themselves from LGBTQ. Because of this kind of stuff, because they become such a powerful force politically that you can't even speak out against it or, you know, you lose your job or like in a small sense like me, I get it's the first time I've ever been put in Twitter jail is when I've gotten in an argument in with, the, jail, with the LGBTQ huh? community. First time. You can't fuck with them. You can't fuck with them. Completely untouchable, untouchable. community. So th- th- that's why that shit's really scary because a lot of the – and I hate to continue to say the left, but they have this idea of like they want to have this more – The left, the left, the left, the left, the left, the left. They want to have this like moral high ground and they're like, oh, I'm going to show how tolerant I am of the LGBTQ community by subjecting my child to this shit. But realistically, I mean this is fucking child abuse. Like come on. It was. That's a, it was. So. Anyway. I agree. I think it's time. Full and article. That was good. <laughs> and we're buying a charter. A ticket to Antarctica. Oh, we were so close. I don't know why you bailed on me. We just got a word different. That's so I good. Read your mind. That's so good. You stop. That's so good. Yeah. I'm so happy we're finally All talking right. about this. It's like literally 12 yeah. pods in the waiting. Well, Kurt said 35 minutes is 57 minutes in, so he's already failing in his predictory. No, it's job. okay. We could still do 40 on. Oh, now we're going to shorten it? Nope. No, no, no. We're going to do yep. 30, 40 on Antarctica and wrap it up. Wrap it up. This is part one of Antarctica. That's right. There'll be plenty more coming from Antarctica. Well, let's get to let's it. Get Where do you want to start? Um, let's first start. Of all, lay the land out, Kurt. Since. You know, you probably watched the video this morning. So lay lay the land out of Antarctica and what uh, goes on out there and, and why we're talking about Antarctica and why people want to hear it's it. It's large and frozen. Should we start with Wikipedia? Now, there's definitely different aspects of this. We have the Nazi side of it, which Bob is on. We have the alien Wait, on, don't side say of I'm it. On the Nazi which... side of anything first. Bob's <laughs> not... Bob, are you not on the Nazi Bobby side? He is it? a Nazi uh, wearing swastikas. Why do you stop playing sometimes? Yeah, Bob, fucking finish out the fucking it. verse. I'm playing it. Jesus. Yeah, no, but you stopped. You like did half and then you stopped. I'm sorry, I'll let it ring. We out. were murdering that. We were right murdering now. it. <laughs> That's so good. We're on fire. Oh my god! You stop. Oh god! I, I can freestyle. So, okay, so I'm, I'm apparently a Nazi. So Bob's, and... so Bob's right, the Nazi. So Bob's I'm Nazi. on the alien side because that's the truth, and I'm part of the truth movement. Tom is on, I guess, I don't know, lizard people. What are you on, Tom? I think it could be all of yeah. them. Okay, Tom. Yeah. Tom yeah, thinks I mean, anything. I mean, I think it could be lizard people. I think it could be. Um, 
Uh, Nazi base for sure. Right. I, I don't even think that's a question. I don't even <laughs> think right. that's a conspiracy theory. It's more of what isn't there for time. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like what is not there. I mean, I, we've seen pyramids. Pedophile rings are there. Um, definitely the Nazis have a base there. Uh, Atlantis. I could take Atlantis if you want. I do like the Atlantis aspect of it, too. Lost City of Atlantis. I'm with that, too. Um, wow. I like let me think that. What else? UFOs. We already talked about with you. Atlantis one is good. Uh, Atlantis is probably... So why don't we start with Atlantis? So the thing behind well, no, no, Atlantis... I, think, I don't even think we start with one. we got to explain why Antarctica is the topic of oh, so Bob, many of these Oh, Bob's on the Nazi kick. Bob, you start Wait, I'm not on a Nazi kick, okay? Bob, Bob you're a Nazi. Bob, Listen. let me ask you a question. Why didn't we record on Wednesday? Okay, I was watching, you were watching the Nazi videos. Nazi and Antarctica. With swastika. Swastika. Literally in the middle of my favorite Nazi Antarctica movie, prepping for shows like I do. My favorite yeah. Antarctica Nazi <laughs> movie. I'm, I'm not kidding you. 4 a.m., my internet shut down, right? Next morning, like it said, your server's not protected, blah, blah, blah. I went on Twitter to get some help. I had like five IT people telling me to do ABCDFG. I called on my IT guys literally for 48 hours internet down and then boom it just pops up randomly i i got access i couldn't get on google you were in internet jail you've been on internet jail and twitter jail jail in the last seven days (laughs) yes in the last 48 hours doing research for this pod so if you want to talk about the mysteries of antarctica this is the only time in which you know i've actually felt kind of like spooked by it because there's there's a you know the there's so much that ties to this fucking continent. You would think that there's nothing going on, and they try to mask it as it's just all scientific exploration. And we'll get into like why there's no there's no way that that's the only thing that's going on on this fucking continent. The other right. thing is so you can't talk yeah. about this without diving into flat Earth a little bit. So I do want to talk yeah, about yeah. that a little bit. Right. Flat Earth and Nazis for Bob. I'm a flat Earth Nazi. Right. Flat. <laughs> You're a flat Earth Nazi. <laughs> Which do you think it. you would get more criticized for? Yeah. Flat Earth or Nazi? Being a flat Earther or a Nazi? Man, that's a really good question. That, that's a poll? I think that's a poll topic. You might get more heat for being a Nazi, honestly. Yeah, you think so? Uh, for being a flat Earther. Oh, for being right a flat Earther? Yeah, you get more, yeah. yeah. Wait, are so, you a flat Earther? I feel like there's a larger community for Nazis than flat Earth, so at least I'd, I'd have more companions, I think. <laughs> I don't think any of us are flat Earthers, but I think we're all open to the thought of yeah. it. And, I'm open uh, to any uh, thought. I'm, yeah. Because yeah. you know I'm, what? I haven't been high enough oh. to prove it, but yes, I think it's round. It would take a lot for me to sway flat, yeah. but I don't criticize anyone that says it is flat. Because there's a lot of... A lot of things that are kind of well, when you know, but I don't want to get into a flat earth. Here's what I want to stay on air. Yeah, yeah. How do we spin into flat earth? This is why (laughs) this is the only thing I'll say about it. Whenever you're hearing somebody talk about a conspiracy theory, do not dismiss it as stupid till you do your research. And here's why, right? Exactly. I heard about flat earth and I was like, this sounds like the most asinine shit. Let me do a little research. So, what I came away with with flat earth were two things that are important. One, is that they talked about how you cannot? Okay, so their belief is that there's like. Hold on, a, let me let me do that. Let me do that. Let me let me explain how flat Earth ties to Antarctica, and then give okay, you two things. So, okay, so hold your two things. Hold your two things. So basically, the Antarctica part of flat Earth is that the reason you can't fly over Antarctica, the reason why no one lives there, the reason why it's this fucking unknown. Like everyone's just like, what the fuck is that place? Why can't no one go near it? But the, the North Pole is the complete opposite. It's totally right. fine. Like, doesn't have any of these characteristics. Is because if you look at a flat Earth map, it's a circle. So picture a circle 
with the North Pole being the center, so a circle of ice in the middle of the like pupil of the eyeball of the Earth, and then around the outskirts is this ice wall, right? Right, this this super high ice wall which keeps everything in the bowl of the flat right. Earth, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So flat Earthers believe that you can't fly over Antarctica. That no one ever goes there, that no one will ever talk about what's there because there really is no Antarctica. Right. And it's just an ice wall. And that's why the North Pole is so different than the South Pole. How come you can do all this shit at the North Pole, but you can't do it at the South Pole? Right. So now, Bobby, to key to your flat earth and what you found out well, that, yeah, that, when you researching know, that this. That was the main thing that I found when they were saying, yeah, you can't uh, get to Antarctica without like a charter. Without a, It's not even an American charter. It's like a Russian charter or something. And so like you have to have a lot of money and you have to have like special requests. Right. So yeah. Go, Okay, so for the travel purposes to get to Ant- I'm not going to call I'm not going to put the sea in. The sea is silent to me. So to get to Antarctica, you have to go through thousands of permits, fees, uh approvals. So in order just to get there, the broad overview, you would need to have over 10 million dollars, get approval from over about 200 different territories. They make it so impossible so you can't go. But then the other side is everyone says you can go. Which is true. You can go to the coastal area, I think on the western side, Mm -hmm. but you can't go to the interior. Like part of the uh, requirements to get to the interior, they say no motorized vehicles, no dog sleds. So, I mean, Antarctica is thousands of miles. So how would you get to the center without dog sleds, uh, motorized uh, vehicles? And then they also say you can't touch the wildlife around there. If you poop, you got to put it in a bag and carry it with you. And you need a guide safety. that's been, poop? yeah, poop. And you need a guide he that's been to the poop. <laughs> Guys, let's keep it professional. And you need a guide that's been to the area that you're going to, which, which is, is basically impossible. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's basically impossible to get there. It, you'd have to carry like months of supplies with you and walk it in. <laughs> So they make it basically impossible to go anywhere outside the coastal area. But you can, and this is where people get confused, where people always go, oh, no, you could go to Antarctica. I know people that have been to Antarctica. Yeah, you can go to that first, like, 100 miles. Right. Right. Right? Like, you can go into there, which the people who believe it's thousands of miles. It's not just. (laughs) You can't get to the inner, just look at a map, you know, and look at it like a coast, right? Like a 100-mile coast or whatever. You can't get to the center of the Tootsie Pop. You can't, it doesn't, doesn't matter how many licks. It, we can't figure out how many licks it takes. So you can't get to the center of Antarctica. And that's where all the Google image shit is. That's where the holes are. That's where the fucking UFO fucking shit that we've seen are. That's where the pyramids that we've seen are. It's all in the middle that they won't let anyone so get So when you to. say Google image search, what you're saying is like, you know, when, if you do a Google, like a lot of people have done Google images searches and stuff has either been like blacked out, just completely blacked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they white it, they white it out. They've seen areas. white it out and erased. Or right. there's... Lo- Which like, would be why? Obvious like, m- like manufactured pyramid-like structures that are covered in ice. The pyramids mm-hmm. are insane. Uh, and then... What about that gaping hole that mile... looks like fucking goats? There's a okay. huge hole... There's a huge hole in the middle of Antarctica that disappeared for about 40 years. Like, it was gigantic. Mm-hmm. It was bigger than the state of Maryland. And then it disappeared, and then it came back recently, and it's like the side of Rhode Island now. So it's yes, smaller, it's, it's, yeah, but it's, it's still like, there. And they're saying this isn't like a – it's a literal hole. Like, right. it's a hole. Like a, It looks like a bottomless hole. Like, it's just this fucking size of a state – 
this hole deep into the ground showing would that, that be not- the dopest way to die where you just jump out of a plane and just have like gopros on you and you just go down into that black hole that would be hole. a terrible way to die what, would be what? Yeah. that'd be awesome oh, that would be the most like with like a parachute but you'll have a parachute and Here's, you go yeah. down what you just fall I mean, into I, I nothing i would love to die that I way i would never we don't know what's there. There'll be aliens to catch you or Nazis, as you would say. The funny thing about Antarctica <laughs> is Nazis. The, uh, Bob's brethren Nazis. Oh, my God. Yeah, your brothers are there, so, Bob. So Antarctica is a protected area, right? Like, we've known that for a long time. There's, yeah, there's six or seven countries that claim Territory. they cut it up in, like, a pizza yeah. pie. Even right. though, and we acknowledge that they claimed it, but, I mean, everyone knows they don't really It's also own the areas. only demilitarized continent. Right. Right. So it's the only continent where there's no militarization, like no guns, no weapons, no anything. So expl- yeah. which explain br- to me how which that leads- is possible. We can't be peaceful anywhere else on right. the planet. But we're- That's the one place on the planet where every nation in the world agreed that we will keep peace and there it's can utopia. be no arms and no war, which leads me 1,000% to side with the alien side on this, that there are alien bases there. This is where the aliens are chilling in America, and that's why they don't want to have any form of guns or drama or people there or anything because they don't want to piss off the overlords. Yeah. Right. Now that would the, make sense. Yeah, so the alien side of it will just tell a quick story. Military forces are forbidden. Installations, military be- forbidden. They're forbidden in all of Antarctica. It's a peaceful and scientific Well, nation. that's how they that's advertise it, it as peaceful and scientific. Yes, that's what they're saying. I just saying. think, Kurt, yeah, go ahead. No, no, you I go think ahead, it Bob. lends more credence to the New World Order, uh, you know, elite, um, collusive nature of it, you know, that the New World Order concepts are being developed there and then spread to the various countries. Oh, yeah. of course. Yeah. Because, I mean, the, the, yeah, the, Antarctic, the right? Antarctic Treaty was signed by like 40 or 50 different countries, and we have like seven different countries that own like a piece of the Antarctic pie. Um, so, so I think, I think. And, and historically speaking, as far as like ancient cultures, uh, Antarctica used to not be covered in ice. And it was actually like on like ancient maps of the world. Well, the Ottoman Empire. Yeah. So so Antarctica was discovered in what? The 1800s, I think it was? It was on a map as early as like 1500. Well, no, no. No, the, uh, it was discovered in the 1800s, okay, okay. Antarctica. But, but there's maps. There's maps from the 1500s from the Ottoman Empire. Mm-hmm showing Antarctica as like a warm place with civilization and a free coast and passages into the coast, just like every other country on the right. map. It wasn't totally isolated in ice. Uh, they showed buildings and all that kind of stuff on the map, multiple maps from the Ottoman Empire back in the 1500s. Right. So that's what's also really weird that in the 1500s, there was you know, civilization there, supposedly. I mean, these maps are only drawn by what they saw. Right. You know, like you couldn't, you didn't have the internet. You didn't have technology back then the only way you could draw a map is if you were at the place right right? like that's why they thought the earth was flat and nothing existed like nothing existed beyond what you'd been to and if you hadn't been to it you couldn't draw it but if you drew it that means you've been to it and it was there right so i almost trust a map back then more than i trust the google earth shit of antarctica now because they could just delete and white out the shit they don't want us to see now right so, right. so there what were maps saying, of this shit in the 1500s. So what they're saying would happen with that, where it could be Atlantis or whatever they think it is, there was some kind of solar event that pushed our pole, and it was a flash freeze in Antarctica that literally happened within 24 hours. Everything there just froze. So that's why you you hear that whole aspect of Atlantis. When, uh, 
do they have a time period on that? Because there was a great, there was like a, a, a younger Dryas era. Well, the Ice Age. Yeah, like a, like a small oh, Ice yeah, Age. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's all tied in. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and then when we talk about like the pyramids on Antarctica, there's a, there are pyramids on all seven continents, you know. Isn't that crazy, though, how that type of system of building traveled to every continent in a time where these continents and countries could not communicate right. with each other? Right. right. It's almost like aliens. Yeah. Well, it's either that or <laughs> yes. like I like I say before that there were ancient societies that probably or could have easily had better technology than we have today. Yes. Now this is where I think you I agree with you on this. Um and as far as storing the data, ancient aliens just did an episode on this which actually makes a lot of sense. So when we see a lot of these like Easter Island and like um all these different monuments they say the way the magnetation of it, mm-hmm. it's storing the data, yeah. almost like we have these uh, Superman chips that we have now where we could store like the entire Bible on this little tiny stamp shaped mm-hmm. piece of glass. They're saying that's in the ancient times. What Bob is saying, uh, they had better tech. It's almost similar tech, but different tech, which is hard to grasp because we only know this. But if you think about it, if there's an alien from another planet they might look at something like a laptop, like what the fuck right. is that? Because they never invented it. There's so much stuff we have. Watch they this. don't Watch have. This they again, have. Bob. What did they say, Kurt? What would be the technology? On what? On what? What was the example you used? Uh, I don't remember. No, I wasn't. That wasn't team. Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> you did I miss another? <laughs> no, no. That's what I thought. Kurt, what did you say? The technology that we have now, and you used an example of what? A laptop. The Superman chip. Hold on, shut up, Bob. What is it, Kurt? The Superman chip? Yeah, no, you said, uh, Bob just said it. I don't know. Stop burying the lead. What is it? No, what is the thing that we type on that we do the shows on? Oh, a laptop. Right. Kurt said laptop since he was fucking two, three years old. Is laptop? He always, LED? yeah, go back. No. Go back and listen. He's going to argue that he doesn't. Go back and listen to this on Stop. No Mercy. Rewind about 45 Bro. seconds and you'll hear him say laptop. <laughs> laptop. He always says, he always says laptop. Listen, I admit Antarctica, I leave out the sea, and I admit compartmentalize, I have trouble with. Fair enough. You don't and, think you say laptop? And I'm not the only one, because you I heard on multiple podcasts where someone tried to say compartmentalize, and they well, did it exactly like you that. You sound like a robot. Compartmentalize. Listen, Kurt, you say, with you say laptop, don't you? Bro, I can't have muscles, good looks, and be good, a wordsmith. I got to <laughs> suffer somewhere. <laughs> All right, continue about your laptop. I don't know where it was you're now. Whenever I talk about aliens, you censor you're, me. You're saying, you were saying they may look at a lap, laptop and have a, a laptop. Yeah, they might call it a laptop, and we might call it a laptop. <laughs> well, go to your stories. You're, you're I don't know. Mid- I don't know where the fuck I was. You were in the middle of the aliens, technology. Go to your notes shit. that you're reading off. And I'm like, not <laughs> reading notes. I really have no idea. Well, where it's, like I was. it's like when the Europeans traveled to Africa and they were trying to like you know get them accustomed to our ways, and they handed them clocks right to uh, help them you know understand the concept oh, yeah, of time, yeah, yeah, and right, they right. thought it was like jewelry, so they wore the clocks as a right. necklace. Right, they didn't, so and then Flavor like flavor, then Flavor Flav started. I don't know if Flavor Flav knew that historical aspect of it, but I mean, he might. Have. <laughs> he seems to be quite the historian. Yes, he is. So, yeah, boy. So yeah, okay. All right, Kurt, yeah, but we look now? at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we look at that stuff like Stonehenge. We just they just brush it off as oh, this is just some kind of burial yeah. ground. 
Right. But it's humongous, and there's all these stones from thousands of miles away that are purposely placed there, almost like it's some kind of hard drive or energy force. So this is, I agree with Bob where they had different technology that was more advanced than we thought they had. Was it aliens or was it just they were more advanced? I mean, this planet's been here billions of years, so it's not so far from. If a catastrophic event happened right now, right now what would be left from our society that makes exactly. than tommy and roaches um what <laughs> what would Tom be like what, kind of the same thing <laughs> what <laughs> what would be left that would be an example of a high functioning like high powered technological society and that's why they do what we do now with these superman ships they say they're indestructible and they could survive anything so it's almost exactly the same to these monuments right. So, and the other thing about all these survived. monuments is they they're uh, strategically placed on right, on, on all the energy points, parallels, yes. specific latitude, right. longitude. And that's why it's really weird in New York City when the Vanderbilts had that uh, obelisk, you know, brought in and set specifically on uh, a specific parallel. So it's like, is there an information highway similar to like an internet structure where like information can travel on specific? Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Was this their internet back right. then? Well, it was kind of like ago. their equator, right? Like when you connect the pyramids, you could no, see. No, it, it would like, do an actual field. It wasn't an equator. Like it goes well, I'm saying the, it, it's parallel. It runs parallel parallel to the equator. Tom, you don't know how to say parallel. Parallel. It's parallel. <laughs> it's parallel to the equator. Parallel. Yeah, so I mean... It's, we just don't understand the tech they had. And I think it's asinine to think that these were just like cavemen running around for thousands and thousands and thousands of years until the late 1700s where we started to evolve. And now the 1950 and beyond were like super speed and now in the 2000s. So, yeah, I think Bob's right in that aspect. Yeah, and there's a there's another site that's like Stonehenge on steroids called uh, Gobekli Tepe, which is on like the Turkish border. Oh, yeah, I would border, love to go there. Which dates yeah. back even further. And not like, dude, I'm telling you, man, these stone structures, the way that they were they were set on top of each other, these things it's are amazing. not light. And then the the carvings on these on these structures. So it's basically like Stonehenge, you know, you got like your two your two pillars going upwards and then a stone coming across. But these things are heavy. And there's like 47 different ones uh, at Gobekli Tepe, and the, the 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 here's the other crazy thing: Craftsmanship the artwork on these things, <clears throat> they're not carved into the stone; they protrude out from the stone. So, like the, the the carvings on these things are unbelievable, and they paint this like just amazing like image and delicate picture that give us a lot of information of like the type of agriculture and the type of society that was going on then. And and you see in a lot of these carvings and cave paintings you see stuff like planes helicopters um a lot Mm. of these sites you have what almost looks like a helicopter like landing pad and you see them across all these continents and you're like okay well how did all these continents if they're separated by by water and they didn't have the technology that we had today because technically we've only been able to fly for a hundred years how do they how are they able to communicate the same math with each other how are they able to erect very similar structures architecturally with each other, um, you know, across all these masses if they weren't able to communicate with each other? So is it aliens? Like how does every, yeah, how does every goddamn territory have pyramids? Uh, it, right. like, Not only pyramids, but pyramids with the same, like, geometrical, uh, you know. Right. And look at it the same way now. Every country you go to has houses. Right. Every country back then had pyramids. It's just, it's... 
and and the funny thing is the even when you look at like simple things that we just overlook like in uh what was it peru yeah where they found like 400 like elongated skulls right, right. like they found literally the alien too. skull like human heads with fucking just the long alien heads on them like they found like 400 of them right. in peru and yeah. said you know they're they're not homo sapiens or not neanderthals we don't like how do you just ignore that? Yeah, Peru's crazy. Man. Like we're just like we're just like uh, like so much shit goes on in Peru. Like something happened. Yeah, there is there. there's a like, lot of um, well, there's Machu Picchu, which is you know pyramid structure. There's uh, uh, a lot of those. What are they called? Uh, crop circles in Peru. Um, mm-hmm. The elongated skulls, which actually ties back into Antarctica, because there's a lot of theories. Like, there's actually an exploding. They found three of them. They legit found three of them. It's not a theory. I don't know if, you, if they talked about that at all, but like you know, we have like no, an asteroid belt. And there's a lot of like theories that there was that there was a planet there that exploded, and and whoever was occupying that planet fell to the United States, and that's kind of where that like whole like you know either like whether you want to call it Nephilim or you know whatever you want to call it the fallen angels mm-hmm. or you know whoever it is landed on Antarctica, and that's where like the cabal started. That's where the bloodline started. Mm-hmm. Was this like humanoid type? Well, you know, yeah, well. Here's where my well, reptiles the story, come in. So, yeah, where the story where Wilcock and Corey Good go, there used to be a civilization on Mars, and they were in a war with another alien species. And I guess they had the moon set up as basically a contingency. If all else fails, we'll go hide in the moon. And there's people that say they've been to the moon, and they've been into these chambers, and they have still have all the alien tech in the chamber. Mm-hmm. So... The the enemies of whoever this group of aliens were found them. They jumped on a ship and went to Earth. That's when they went to Antarctica. And that's why when you see in the Google Maps, you'll see a giant spaceship looking thing coming out of the ground. They're saying that was the spaceship that landed. And that's the civilization that started inside the ice. Because they're saying a bunch of people that claim they've seen it. There's technology that they have that could tunnel through like ice, uh, the ground. It's basically something you could hold in your hand. You set it out and it just spirals through the territory to build out wherever you're trying mm-hmm. to go. So that's the alien aspect of it. Yeah. I mean, you also have the, uh, the, the whole fact that there's, when was it? There, there was an X on Google earth at one point and they said it was some person that was leaving Google and blah, blah, blah. Oh, with, um, you're talking about with the Fitbit watch they had on they saw there was the a red center. X that was blocking out a part of Antarctica and it happened like days after that supposed, uh, alien spaceship landed there where you saw the trails and then the thing going into the ground. Oh, okay. Yeah. The other thing was the, you know how the Fitbit watch shows like, uh, they tracks where you go. They uh-huh. found, um, people or a person walking in almost like a track shaped um i don't know if it was a square or rectangle they could see the steps going over and over in that circle somewhere towards the center of antarctica and that's when everything came out where the military can no longer longer wear their watches and everything because it was spotted in the center of that continent Wow, I didn't hear about that. That's crazy. Yeah, and so Bob, explain the Nazi part of it. Why? Yeah, you're the Nazi expert, Bob. So if you could go into deeper detail on that. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And by the way, you know, have you ever heard of the uh, Antarctica, like the blood falls? Yes. No. The waterfalls that are red. Yeah. 
They have blood yeah. falls. Yeah. Explain. They that. have yeah, bloody water. I, I'm sure that's mineral based, but yeah, there's like, it's if just you just cool. Google red bloody waterfalls in Antarctica. Yeah, the waterfalls cool. are like red. It looks like blood flying out. I don't out. like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> my favorite is my following from everything in Antarctica. Did I hold that one out long enough? Yeah, yeah just good. don't hold it. Just okay. go. Just rock. Yeah, it. don't worry about us. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about us. So you, okay, you, you do. All right, so How about, we're talking about a lot of speculation. What are part? some things that are provable? All right, so we we talked about a lot of different speculation. Google Earth. So okay, the, yeah, the Google Earth stuff's yeah. provable. Um, the documentation of... I'm, uh, I'm getting a water. I'll be right. back in one second. So the documentation that we have... I'm going to Bro, let's start talking about... Oh, I'm still here. water. Um, I like when Tom leaves and we change the topic and talk about some crazy talk shit. Talk about crazy shit. Um, you know, so we have a lot of these speculations as far as, like, you know, the ancient aliens or whether it's ancient you know, it's civilizations. But the stuff that can be provable, and I think the timelines are really important, is a lot of this stuff was happening around the end of World War II, you know. Um, and so there's evidence that at the end of World War II, there's like 250,000 Germans that were unaccounted for. Um, and Germany had been known for over a decade, this is over a decade before World War II, for having like a really big interest in Antarctica. like in the in, And alien technology. Which, Right. Call whatever you want. Oh, Tom's back. So, like in in yeah, the back. 30s, like even before World War II, like Germans were obsessed with like occult science, and the reason why they're obsessed with it is because they realize that in order to get an edge over everybody, they have to have like a technological advantage. So, um, there's a lot of German secret societies, like the Order of the Black Sun and the Vril, and a couple other ones, um, that actually sent like a research team to India in the Himalayas to get these like ancient uh, scriptures. Um, and part mm-hmm. of the scriptures talked about ancient buildouts in Antarctica. And so they wanted to, to learn about, and this is all about occult knowledge. It's about ancient occult knowledge getting, getting the edge so that they can use it for whatever they want. So the uh, ancient, that's called Vedic scriptures. I don't remember the name of it. Um, but it, it, it talked about a craft that had the ability to control gravity um, using like counter-rotating mercury or whatever the fuck the science is behind it. So... The evidence is there that even as early as the 30s, the Germans were working on anti-gravity disc-like technology. Okay, So fast forward. So in the 30s, they already started building out Antarctica. So they were already on Antarctica with bases. End of World War II, and a lot of people think that the as you know, since history is written by the winners, that that when World War II ended, the Germans, you know, just conceded and, and, and everything's great, the world's restored. No. There's 250,000 Germans, not including the dead, that were unaccounted for, that got got out like in, in U-boats. A lot of people think that they went to uh, Argentina because like they were offered asylum in Argentina. Um, and then there were some other U-boats that were unaccounted for that a lot of people think went to Antarctica. And the reason why this is important is because um, – and once again, timelines are important. And in 1947, this was right before Roswell – um, and we'll talk about Roswell and why that's important too. Uh, you can look up Admiral Byrd, and he's somebody that's been exploring Antarctica, Antarctica for years. Uh, sent, I'm not even kidding you, sent uh, an army of like 5,000 men and like 10 ships and like 40 aircrafts down to Antarctica for quote unquote scientific exploration. 
Have you ever heard of a scientific exploration that has needed that type of manpower? So you ask yourself, right. no. why was this guy post-World War II uh, going down Antarctica with 5,000 men, right, for scientific exploration? It was supposed to last six months, and he had to abort mission very quickly after two months. And he was even quoted as saying, because he, he escaped to Chile, and he was even quoted as saying that uh, these people down there have a technology to where a flying aircraft can go from pole to pole and like you know, like just ludicrous speed. Um, so a lot of this stuff's documented. Then right after you had the Roswell crash. And so what did they do? They tried to deflect it to alien technology. Well, with the Roswell crash, they literally came out, if I'm not mistaken, and said a flying disc, right? right. right. And then all Initial. of a sudden they changed it like a day later to a weather balloon. Weather balloon. Like, <laughs> those two things aren't even remotely close to each other. But that's why we say the first story is the right one. Like all the media was saying that it was a flying disc that crashed during a storm. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, it was a weather balloon that crashed. Yeah, so it's yeah, just okay. so crazy because, like, this guy, this Admiral Byrd was literally quoted as saying, he was like, basically, if there's ever another war, America could be attacked by an enemy that has the ability to fly from pole to pole with incredible speed. He was quoted yeah, as saying that. Yeah, but don't you that. think we have that ability? That? Don't you think we have that ability well, by that's now? that's what I think. That's what I think all this is, is a race to... We copied their alien technology. Reverse engineering, copied it, you know, whether, like... So, let me ask you this. Do you think it's more disturbing that we're not told either, A, about aliens, or B, that we have technology that could change our lives forever? Because it's probably one of the two, right? I think I would go with two. We have the technology. I would go with two, because if... I think two is a certainty, right? Like, we already know that they have technology that we won't see for another hundred years. Like, we Already definitely made. have the ability to do free energy like Tesla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, 100%. So are you more disturbed by that or the fact they don't tell us if aliens exist? I think two. I think because two could, uh, you know, as far as like if, if we knew that, you know, if we had the ability to harness free energy, that would that would be the most freeing thing to, to civilization, you know. Uh, but as long as they don't and, tell us that, then they have a stranglehold over us. Aliens, to me, at this point, I feel like to a lot of people, like, it's just kind of like, Almost like whatever, <laughs> you know. Like, remember when they released that video of the Navy seeing the UFO, and it just kind of like, people were like, right. okay. Well, there was just uh, yeah. there was just a video last week on the uh, yeah. the feed. Did you guys see that one? Which Where one? for twenty minutes they had a <laughs> they had a UFO on camera, and that's what I'm saying. Nobody and gives then, a shit anymore. I mean, we. And then all of a sudden it just shoots straight up, and usually they cut the feed, but they kept it up for this one. They're saying they were taking a shit and they didn't realize it. <laughs> So, but that, yeah, that's the thing. Like we're so numb to it now. Like if they just came out and said, yes, there are other species out there. Right. Like would people panic? But I mean, that's no. kind of, that's kind of what we talk about in every area of life. When people are like, well, how are they putting the Illuminati shit right in front of our face? And how is this pedophilia stuff right in front of our face? And no one cares. Well, it's the frog in the pot, right? Yeah. Like as long as you've desensitized people enough to something, then when it's finally revealed, they're just like, oh, whatever, you know? Like you're already dead. Your your skepticism is already dead. So they've already squashed all the like shock value to if there were aliens right. because everyone's like, oh yeah, well, we've seen yeah, it. There's a new movie every. They've year. done the same thing with yeah. pedophilia. Everyone's kind of desensitized to it because it's been everywhere. Right. And then they're doing the same thing with the Illuminati shit. Like you see kids walking around with the fucking all seeing eye on their sweatshirt. And it's like, ah, oh, it's just a fashion. Yeah. But at what you know? point do we just set the truth free and let everyone know exactly what's going on? What technology? 
why does our technology always have to be used for war and like because the, that's what they want like at what point like we could change the world the only could thing turn into that is preventing yeah bro love children. get rid of the we nazis are the ones that make a better place play the so guitar bob damn it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, Bob, when anyone out. breaks but, out in song, play well, the guitar. I don't know man. I, you know, I want to be professional. No, right? Oh, it doesn't. <laughs> so, by, by the way, though, the other thing is, too, I think the only thing stopping the elites from literally taking over the world and having world dominance is, no mercy. is the people. Right. Oh. Right? It's us. It's the people. So they need to get control of us first before they can go forward with if their plan. If you control the technology control. and control the energy, you control the masses, you know. Right. And that's why, like, and we're when I tell do... you about, like, all this Antarctica stuff and the timelines, it, it's crazy because, it, you know, the, the operation I was talking about with Admiral Byrd is, uh, is called Operation High Jump. You, you guys can look this up. Uh, the, the whole design of Operation High Jump was, like, like I said, it was supposed to be a scientific exp- ex- uh, exploration. And they said for, uh, to, like, for coal deposits. So they said they were trying to, like, why would you, why would you go all the way to Antarctica for fucking coal deposits? That doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. And then when you couple right. that with Operation Paperclip, which was where we took all the German scientists and extracted them and brought them to the United States, this is all around the same time. And this is when NASA got developed, you know? And, and so, and the other crazy thing about this is when Operation High Jump was over, guess what the first thing they did was? They made a fucking Hollywood movie about it, talking about all the scientific research that they did in fucking Antarctica. So that's your programming. You know, so this is what they do. And that's why, like, I don't believe anything at the fucking surface level. I don't believe NASA. I don't believe, you know, that the, you know, the pictures of the earth from outside are real. I don't believe anything they fucking tell us is real. I honestly think NASA is like some big fucking black, like dark black project money laundering scheme. Black op, yeah. It's a black op. Yeah. You know, and, uh, yeah. There's been so many people who've searched Antarctica and come back saying they saw alien spaceships. Like, you know, just there's that's the main thing that everyone seems to find that flies over there. That's seen the Google Earth images before they've been taken out. The people who were going there back in the day, like it's all like they they found these saucer like or pyramid like structures in Antarctica anywhere. And it just doesn't make sense. Why are we not allowed there? Why is no one allowed to no see it? Why is no one allowed zone. to fly over it? Okay. Why? Yeah, like it you have no to, ju- you have to just wonder. There's got to be a reason. And from like, in a, okay, so we're talking about like a in a capitalist society where like you're trying, like especially when like airlines have very low yields. It, I mean, and maybe a pilot can explain this better. Why do they avoid flying over Antarctica? Is it because you can't tell me it's because the climate is too extreme? Because you know, like. They, they, you know, or if you crash, then, you know, you can't retrieve the body. I mean, you, you fly over the fucking Atlantic Pacific oceans and, um, you're telling me you can't make a technology to where you can fly over extreme, you know, weather or anything like that. It just, it doesn't make sense why you would avoid flying over in Antarctica, which even, even if it's like the most efficient means to get to your destination, you know? So, I mean, and forget about even that, like, why can't. Why can't we get inside it? Why can't we get to a certain point? I just don't understand. It just makes whenever they're telling us we can't do something, then I assume they're lying about yes. something. Yeah, right. Drop like, me in that goddamn hole. What is in that hole? Yeah, what, those openings. Get me in there's there. mul- for those wondering what the holes are. There's multiple openings that we've seen pictures of. Uh, you could probably just Google. Let me see openings. Yeah, there's seen. all these cave openings in there. 
but they don't look normal. Um, no, they're they they're look... complete man-made holes. Yeah. Um, so if you could just Google uh, openings Antarctica or openings Nazi Antarctica, um, that's basically what everyone's saying is an entrance to this underworld fortress, whether it's the lost city of Atlantis, whether it's of Nazi bases, whether it's alien bases. They're saying there's a whole community underneath this area, underneath this ice, where or there was a community down there. But the Atlantis stuff, when you look at the Atlantis stuff, if you just Google Atlantis Antarctica and you see the pictures mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, basically you could see, like, the whole city. <laughs> like, it, it literally looks like a city with tops and peaks and valleys and all that, you know, like a city would be. It's just, I don't know, it's really fucking cool to think about. And I, if I had one wish in the world, it would be to be able to spend a couple months unknown, unbeknownst to everyone else, uh, exploring the holes in Antarctica. Yeah, that'd be pretty fun. That's what I would want to do. and shit, like cave diving. Yeah. <laughs> well, before yeah. we finish up part one of Anar- Antarctica, Bob, just cover the uh, quick Obama and everyone that went down there. Oh, yeah, secretly. that's where I was going to go. Yeah, yeah Bob, I mean, go. that's like the other weird thing about it is that it was like, like right around the two, like before and literally right up to the 2016 election, like so many elites visited Antarctica just like out of nowhere. And it was it was really strange to me because like literally as the election was happening, John Kerry is fucking visiting Antarctica, and you're asking yourself why is why you know why is John Kerry like I, I understand that he was the Secretary of State, but literally there's a fucking election occurring and John Kerry's in Antarctica, and right around the same time you had Mr. Buzz Aldrin, Freemason, mm-hmm. Mr. I went Prince on the Harry. fucking Buzz Bill Clinton. Hillary Clinton. Yep. But Buzz is interesting because something happened to him medically, medically while he was there. during his disappearance and he had to get flown yeah. out. So what did he see or what happened? Who knows? It's same with Obama. Put, There's people Putin. that were there that said they were there when Obama arrived, but then he disappeared for two or three days. Um, the the Pope and the, and the Russian Orthodox Patriarch, uh, they met for the first time in like a thousand years and at around that same period. And then the same Russian patriarch then went to Antarctica right after it. Um, <clears throat> a lot of leaders also went to New Zealand, which apparently like New Zealand's like a launching pad Antarctica. It's right there. You, you have elites buying a lot of property in New Zealand. James Cameron, uh, who's, you know, director of Titanic, Avatar and all these other fucking, you know, Hollywood movies, um, buying a bunch of land in New Zealand. So what is the purpose of all these people going to new zealand is it because of its direct relation to antarctica i don't know um and here's the other thing you know i know we talk about the podesta emails a lot uh there were emails with huma abedin who was like you know hillary clinton's right hand woman married to uh anthony weiner who had that famous laptop sending fucking dick pics you know and other shit um Mm -hmm. talking about explorations to antarctica in 2012 so what is this recent interest in Antarctica, you know? And that's that's kind of where the questions occur because you hear a lot of things. Is it like a fucking cloning site? Is it just where all the is it like a secret meeting place of the of the uh, you know, of the global elite? Um, you know, is it a well, is it like geoengineering? Whoever. Is it like a testing site kind of thing? You know, like a bunch of labs? Um, is it like where they can get eternal youth? I'm almost thinking it's like a fucking swap out site, you know? Like I, I oh I, yeah, you know they just fucking clone that's, people they, and swap them out. That's one of the big theories, right? Four hundred I mean, angles do it, here. 
If you're going to do it, you need to do it away from everything else and away from all civilization. You saw those um, fucking pictures of Hillary Clinton recently, right? Oh, oh yeah, she's yeah, got like 20 clones. Yeah, it's not her. <laughs> like it's just so funny that people are just like like the response to that is like, yeah, that's not her. <laughs> like it's not like holy shit, they're cloning humans. It's like, yeah, that's that's not Hillary. How many Trumps do you like, think there are? You think there's like 20? You think they have multiple Trumps? Maybe a couple. Gotta be a couple Trumps. <laughs> you know that you know all these presidents. They have like uh, you know body doubles, stunt doubles, and all you know all the other right. shit. Well, that's supposedly what well, that's... sent Britney Spears over the edge. She used to have all these clones, and the elite used to fuck the shit out of her clones, and that sent her like spiraling. And that's when she shaved her head and got all freaky. What do you mean? Wait, what? Is that? what? I never uh, heard this. Yeah, I'll save that for that another episode. <laughs> yeah, you can't just tease us like that. Can't just drop yeah, you remember when fucking... Britney went crazy and shaved their head and everything? Yeah. Well, there's a good source that <laughs> they were cloning source. her. Uh-huh. The Daily and the elite were And the elite were fucking the shit out of her clones. Wait, were... And that's when wait. she just went crazy. Wait, wait, wait. I never say that for another episode. Who's... <laughs> Final words. <laughs> So you don't think that was just like Listen, a, we'll like save her, it for the cloning her episode. Like control fucking wearing off like Wendy Williams or, you know, uh, Al Roker, you know, when they glitched and shit. Shaq or something. Here, listen, here's the bottom line with all this shit, okay? You can watch TV okay, all you want. Okay. okay, now listen up. Okay, okay. This stuff is entertaining and fun to think about. You're never going to think about a CSI episode. Yeah. This is fun to think about because you could think of all the different ways and what the world could really be. It's just a matter of being open-minded. And that's why people listen to No Mercy and Sam Tripoli and all these guys because it's just fun and entertaining to think of the possibilities of this planet. Yeah. By the way, a so. uh, little side note, I will be appearing on Sam Tripoli's 10 podcast. Yes. yes. Going deep, uh, we homeboy. Have, yeah, we're going to go deep. The uh, We're figuring out the day. It's probably going to be next week or somewhere around that. Don't know when it's going to drop, but uh, I will be on Tripoli. I asked if I could bring Bob on. He said no. He only wants What about cool, the Bob? Did you talk people. about the Bob? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even ask. I didn't even ask about you. Not oh, okay, I'll be over yeah, here. He only wants he only wants mega studs like I myself. Yeah. But uh, And I think we're going to also be Bob's having Tripoli on our podcast. Also. What? Oh, so, I like that. Yeah, Swapcast. So uh, very excited yeah. about that. So I'll be announcing that on Twitter. Cool. Um, but yeah, now we just found out that celebrities are fucking Britney Spears clones. With like Hell yeah, that's a tease for the next episode. Is that current <laughs> events? <Next episode. laughs> no, that's episode. not current. <laughs> for the next episode. Clone fucking. So what happens if Antarctica starts melting a lot? You think we're going to be able to see all these tips and towers? Yeah, I mean, but I mean, no, it's, you can't get to them. It's so. negative You think that's why 70. they're so scared of global warming? No, it's negative 70 in most of Antarctica. So I don't think you have to worry about I it. I think melting. they'd be more worried about like a pole shift and the, and the people don't talk about yes. pole shifting. If there's some kind of solar event and that that's like how this flash froze. If something happens, then yeah. yes, but then we'll probably be dead anyway. So who cares? Right. You've seen the pictures though, of like this fucking like alien craft in this huge crater. Yes. Hole. I just told you where that came uh, from. It's nuts. Yeah. It's fucking insane. It was the Britney clones. They got out. They got this UFO and they went straight to Antarctica. But I mean, the, the, I mean, the evidence, like when we say UFO, you know, like we always say, it doesn't necessarily mean it's from another planet. All it is is an un- unidentified oh, no. flying object. So when we talk yes. about Roswell UFO. So crash, I'm going to say a ET UFO when and, I reference UFO. And once again, all this stuff is happening like in the like post-World War Two, World War Two, you know, Operation Paperclip, towards the end of Operation Paperclip, which once again is where the Nazi scientists came over, 
there was this like really famous event, and you can actually Google it with the headlines, where these like five uh, objects, UFOs, were hovering over the White House. And a lot of people theorized that it was actually the Nazis saying, listen, stop fucking coming down to Antarctica. Stop exploring. Yeah, here's right. our attack. Like, right. This is our fucking territory. We can end you. Because... It was just... Yeah. yeah, it was so weird when they all went there at the same time. Putin, John Kerry, Kerry Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, Buzz Aldrin. Like, everyone went there within... Popes. Everyone within went there within, like, a third... Within a, not not yeah. even. It was, like, literally in, like, a t- two-month span. Yeah. Like, it's everyone like in the fucking world who was anybody made a trip to Antarctica. Right. Like, something it's was found. It's almost like there's a president of the world, and they're all going to meet with him. Or something was found and discovered, or they came up with, you know, time travel technology, or... You know, something no, happened. I think we already have that. Yeah, something happened down there at that time. No, nah, I mean, it's just like, you know, we talk about speculation, but the provable stuff, if you want to do your own research, like I always say, don't believe us, just do your own research. The big ones that, you know, we talked about today, Operation High Jump, uh, which was Admiral Byrd's uh, exploration to Antarctica. You can look up that. That's provable. Operation Paperclip, post-World War II, Nazi scientists coming over here. These are observable effects. You have, there was a... There was a UFO crash in the third. Explain to them. Explain to them what you mean by that, Bob. Like that these are real, real things. Because I think people you don't. can access these official, released, declassified CIA documents. Like people do what's called FOIA requests, Freedom of Information requests, where you can actually obtain specific information. So these are actually released documents, and obviously they're not going to tell you like the real reasons for this, but there is documentation that Admiral Byrd did go to Antarctica during this time. There is documentation of Admiral Byrd being interviewed talking about uh, if America ever got attacked again, we're going to be attacked by an enemy that has the ability to fly from pole to pole at an alarming speed. Like, these are things that have, you know, literally been uh, released. The, the and Antarctic that's what I treaty, think people don't understand. The, I'm sorry to interrupt, but the Antarctic Treaty, no, no. Uh, if you look at it, there's a treaty of Antarctica, you can look it up, that talks about how like, there's so much stuff going on in Antarctica that's vital to technical supremacy. It says it in the document. So we're talking about a, a technological race that's going on. So whatever tech is happening in Antarctica, whether it's alien, whether it's ancient, whether it's, you know, like we always talk about occult, because Germans are obsessed with fucking occult knowledge. We always talk about the Freemasons and secret information that's being passed down and only being allowed, and, and only a few people are being allowed this secret knowledge. So when we, even when we talk about like Dwayne Wade and all these people, so, you know, being part of the boule or being part of the elite, we are, what we are claiming is that they have knowledge, secret knowledge, whether it's technological, whether it's physical, whether it's you know, mental, whether it's like a limitless pill that gives you your pineal gland, you know, at, you know, awakens more than whatever it is. We're just trying to say that, you know, there is a, a race to technological supremacy and there's only select few, a few people that have access to it. And it's not just a stupid claim because we are saying ourselves, you can't fucking get to Antarctica unless you go through all this red tape and these loopholes. Right? So that, to me, says that there is something on this, uh, this continent that we don't know, that, that they don't want us to know about. They don't, they want, don't want us, want us to, to know about it. And that's really all. And then once you have that information, go, you know, then you can, you can go on whatever rabbit hole you want with regard to Antarctica, whatever suits your boat to find your truth. 
but like I said, there's documentation and provable facts to you know to suggest that um, you know there is a literal technological battle going on. If we walked in Kurt's house, and Kurt has ten rooms, and we walked in there for a Christmas party, and then he was showing us around the house, and he said, "You can't go in this right. room. Stay out of this room." Like, what is our immediate thought? Well, it's like the basement of the Vatican. Right. Exactly. So, w- w- what's our thought? He has like f- the fucks in that room. Man. He's got you know, poop. like he's got ten he's other got wives ten locks on it. Like you know, you need yeah. It's a sex swing <laughs> or something like there. What's in that room? Something's in that right. room, right? And that's a hundred people out of a hundred would have that thought. Now, even if there is nothing in the room, maybe it's just the place he has sex with his wife. It's his bedroom. Like who knows? Even if there's nothing bad in there, it is completely 100% national, logical, and rational for your mind to go to, the fuck's he hiding in there, right? So it's the same thing with our government. If they say you cannot go into Antarctica, you can go anywhere else in the free world. Literally, there is nowhere else, no other continent, no other area. There's, you can go wherever the fuck you want, but you cannot go to the center of Antarctica. Right. That. Isn't it completely rational, logical, and sensical for your mind to go, the fuck are they hiding in there? The same way as we'd go, the fuck is Kurt hiding in there? So, so for us to, to start to theorize, conspiracy theory, theorize, on what they're hiding in there is not only rational, right. it's not only logical, but it's natural. You, you should be thinking they're hiding something. And now it's just a matter of figuring out what it is. The lost city of Atlantis. Then when you start hearing shits like they, they demilitarize the whole place. That's the crazy thing Uh, It's a peaceful nation. It's the only place in the world that is demilitarized. Like, come on. Really? Not the North Pole either. Just Antarctica. That's the craziest thing. North Pole isn't. Like, why aren't they the same thing? When people go, oh, the temperatures. Temperature bullshit. Because the North Pole doesn't go through that. Yeah. They don't have the same rules and then there. The secrecy and the hiding stuff. I even read somewhere that some of the ships that were from Operation High Jump. Adjusting Google adjusting Earth. Adjusting Google Earth. There's a couple of ships that got like stricken from the naval records that were involved in High Jump and stuff. So I mean, I'm talking like huge fucking battleships. You know, not just like one right. person. Like a whole battle Poof, just gone. gone. You know? Yep. And and the funny thing is when you talk about the CIA, CIA documents. These were official government projects. Project Paperclip. Right. You know, Project High Jump. These are official government projects. So now this is beyond. This is why when we talk about MK Ultra, right, and the brainwashing, like that's the hundred percent out of a hundred percent belief conspiracy theory because it really happened. Right. Like when people start talking, oh no, they didn't. No, no, there's CIA documentation of that actually happening. Like that happened. They brainwashed people, and then they said they're going to stop doing right. it. Right, they use drugs to take control of their minds. So you're right. They didn't so, like stop I was doing saying, it. So it, like this is the same thing. They were investigating Antarctica to find out what the fuck some shit that was going on over there was about, and government officials started going. This is as close to MK Ultra as you can get, as far as like something's going on there. We just don't know right. what it is. And they say they're oh, oh we're going down to get coal deposits. Okay, but then yeah, the, the right. CIA document so it's a says climate change. Then the CIA document says. That there's techno- uh, technology that's vital to the technological supremacy on Antarctica. If that's the case, what fucking major scientific advancement is fucking coal, right? So even if we're just right. thinking logically here, coal is not a major scientific advantage vital to the fucking technological right. supremacy of the world. 
They're trying to get rid of them. Right. So it's like just just you know, just basic logic right there says that there's a hole in that, you know, the argument. And then combine that with the you know, with coming back and, and programming the populace with coming out with a Hollywood film, you know, the next year, you know, about scientific exploration in Antarctica. And you know, they they post some videos, it was it's like a documentary, so they'd like live footage, oh look at what we're doing down here in Antarctica. You know, and uh, just, you know, to keep the people, you know, fucking, you know, deaf, dumb, and blind to what's really going on. So all it, re- all it requires is just lifting one extra layer of thinking and just doing a little bit of extra research. That's all it is. Dude, you've, see- you've seen the raised footprints and stuff there, too? No. Uh, the, the huge footprints that were there. So we, now we're going to get into, like, Sasquatch. No. <laughs> no, there's supposedly some, like, huge raised footprints that everyone saw there. But everyone just blames it on, like, oh, the wind blew it the into this design. It. You know, yeah. like, that's just, that's just a lot of Oh, that pyramid like, is just erosion. Nothing to see here. Like, it's just a triangle. Like, <laughs> that's not a, a spaceship that you're looking at. It's just a triangle. Yeah, it's nothing to see here. Like, yeah, it's just fucking hysterical. Like, dude, honestly, this, this like spacecraft under the ice, that metal thing, it's just the most insane thing I've ever seen. But anyway, where's Kurt? By the way, did he die? I hope so. Sorry, I I cut the episode ten minutes ago, so. All right, we're under two hours, so I, want, I told you Kurt couldn't keep it under. We're an getting hour better. No, no, we're getting better. It's just you need got to learn how to cut things. Oh, I do. Yeah, you to talk right. about you cheerleading for the first I, ten minutes, bro. If yeah. we want to talk about cheer, I'll talk about cheer. Let's go. No, bro, the coach saying, was if we actually didn't decent. Talk about looking. cheer, we would have oh. finished on time. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah, so good job, Kurt. So your first week as producer. Listen, I you, got us under two hours, so you got seventy-five percent of the staff. So that's a failure. <laughs> well, you the show said must you were going to record on Wednesday. You didn't record till Sunday. That's a failure. Uh, Bob you said you're going to keep internet. it under an hour and a half. That's a failure. That's because you wouldn't so shut you the fuck basically, up. Basically, in your first week as producer, all the shit you were complaining it's about getting happened. Better. Delayed podcast launch. Didn't get the whole team together, and it's we're over an hour and a half. All right, it's perspective. How you look at it? I kept it under two hours. I got an episode up that wouldn't have gone up if I wasn't producing because we didn't have all four people. I set it up with a nice structure. Thank you. This is perfect. I had a nice structure with current events. Then we go to one main topic that we focus on. And now we end it. Keep playing, Bob. Final words. No, keep playing. And he makes all the excuses. But we're finding out Kurt is a failure. This he show exists because I set it up. Job, or we may fire him. But the one thing we know is he's a failure. <laughs> F minus for you, Kurt. F minus. I'm proud of you, Kurt. Fair I'm enough. proud of you. Thank you, I sir. Think so you. I think you did a good job. It's all perspective. All right. all right. So, uh, Bob, let's take us out with some theme music as we all say our final words. All right. As I always say, do your own research. Don't listen to us, y'all. But there are things that are provable about the mystery surrounding Antarctica. Operation High Jump. 
And a bridge of paper clips. Nazis and aliens and all that other stuff. Aliens and underwater and Atlantis. And big gaping holes the size of I just went into, I just went into like, fucking church mode. Underwater, underwater, and Atlantis. You sound like Bone Thugs in Harmony. Yeah. I love Bone Thugs. the And I gotta say everybody. And I gotta everybody. Oh, man. Hey, let's do a Danny call-in, right? We got... No, we don't have that. That's all Danny, you're fucked. Danny Kurt cut you. Until we figure out the tech on that, we're not doing that anymore. Danny Kurt cut you. Just want to let you know. The sound is all fucked up. Yeah, you're out. Kurt, final words. Bob, Bob, play the fucking music. All right. Just keep it going. Dry cleaners. What the fuck is up with dry cleaners? No dry cleaner ever goes out of business. I feel like they're all drug fronts, like in Breaking Bad. And every time I go into the dry cleaner, the front desk person is always coughing and sick. I think we need to get rid of dry cleaners because they serve no purpose anyway. When you get your clothes back, it's like you start all over again. It's not broken in anymore. It's just a waste of time. And that's it. And that's what I'm pissed about on this episode. Well, I'm glad you tuned in. We will do it again. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed us talking. Antarctica. Bob, where were you? Good luck and stay questioning, motherfuckers. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. Oh.